God. Well, a, a boy's best friend is his mother. I hit him with a tighter iron and I split his face wide open. He licked my plate, Stop staring at me. Damn it, Suzanne, your makeup is fine. Stop looking at me. Ah! Tell the press that I am the Gemini Lieutenant or I will punish you. Punish me? Yes. Poor girl in half while she was still alive. Sam Hain. It means the Lord of the Dead. I am Dracula. First I played with Dad, then Mommy came, and I played with Mommy. We played Daddy. We had an awful good time. Now I want to play with Jesus wept. <laughs> Every holiday season, there's one toy everyone has to have. I want the Turbo Man action figure with the arms and legs that move, and the Rock and Roar jetpack, and the Boomerang shooter. Getting it is every child's dream. Whoever doesn't can be a real loser. Finding it. You got the doll, right? is this father's nightmare. I'll get that toy. I promise. Whoa! Nothing like waiting till the last minute, I would say. Especially on Christmas Eve. <laughs> Turbo Man, you're mine! They're all gone. These two are looking for a Turbo Man! <laughs> Where's your Christmas spirit? The last one just left. Now, it's two fathers. This is war. One mission. Woo! Oh, poor baby. <laughs> and every man for himself. I think maybe, you know, we could join up as a team. You know, like, like Starskin Hutch. We're well, late delivery of Turbo Man. That toy works. Let's go. Is there a problem, officer? <laughs> you can never do too much to make a child's Christmas magical. Hey, buddy. From the director of Mrs. Doubtfire. You want a Turbo Man for Christmas? Forget it. I'm not going to sit in your lap. Tony, Tony. That was taken this morning. And from the director of the Flintstones. Don't open that up. No, no, no. Of course, there's uh, some assembly required. You know what you guys are? Nothing but a bunch of sleazy con men in red suits. <laughs> Arnold Schwarzenegger. Sinbad. I work for the post office and I'm unstable. Tell him. This man is totally insane. Thank you. Christmas comes but once a year. No! Jingle all the way. You picked the wrong day. Merry Christmas, everybody, and welcome to Dawn of the Horrorcast and other genres. Thank you for listening. This is your host, Alex, and I got Jim on the show today. Everyone knows Jim. Everyone welcome, Jim. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, man. 
by the time this uploads, it'll probably be pretty close to Christmas. Uh, this is technically the Christmas episode, then. Well, I did a Silent Night, Deadly Night episode as well. So, Ooh, I saw that. I saw that one. So I have two Christmas episodes this year. Whoa. Which is awesome. That's a heavy hitter Christmas. Just like two years ago, how we did both the Black Christmases. That was a double header as well. That was. That was a double header. I forgot we watched both of them. I remember we watched the first one. I forgot we did the second one. Did you ever eventually watch 2019 Black Christmas? I think I did. I think I did. Remind me which one that is. That's not the one with fucking Gretchen Wieners. Nah, it's not the that, good one. That was the one we talked about. That was the 2006 six one. The 2019 one was, well, like the other ones, it's a sorority, but the killers are a, a fraternity. Yes, I watched that one. Um, I I appreciated that one. That was a different take. No, wasn't a good movie, but it was a different take. <laughs> but it wasn't good at all. It was yeah, it wasn't a good movie. I forgot about it, obviously. So and Carrie Elwes was the leader of the cult that oh killed God. the sorority sorority girls. Yup. Fucking Carrie Elwes, man. I forgot about that motherfucker too. The only part I remember about that movie, the only part is the snowman scene, which was a pretty awesome scene. But that was it. I don't remember. That's where the girl I... thinks she sees somebody behind her, but she turns around and it's like the snowman. And then she's like, oh, shit, I must have been like, you know, seeing shit. And then she turns back and then she's fucking dead. I tried to block it from my memory. The only thing <laughs> I really remember is the girls arguing with each other about how all men are the devil and all men are rapists or something yes yes that was pretty heavy-handed uh pretty heavy-handed anti-patriarchy it was very preachy yes it was and and i think it was done like it wasn't done in like a a coy way it was done in a very obvious way i don't know if the the writers were making fun of those kinds of people or were they in agreement with those kinds of people. I, I was not sure if what side they were on. I don't know if it was satire or they were actually narrating something. I walked away believing it was from a like a narration point of view. Like it was not done in a satire kind of way. Yeah. Sometimes but, it's hard to tell. Yeah. That's that's where I was at, but I can see where you're at. It's very similar to uh we just watched Krampus, and we we always every year we debate um, what the ending actually means. Oh, uh, when they're in the snow globe? Yeah, like is it that they're fucked and they're stuck in a snow globe like forever, or is it like Krampus is watching you, kind of like Santa watches you? I like to think that Krampus is watching them. It's a possibility, or that it was a bad dream. Could have oh. been a bad dream. It could have been, but see, the snow globe's living Krampus's house, so like Krampus had a hand in that. Or it's just that you're trapped in a snow globe, and it's Christmas for eternity, and in a way, that doesn't seem that bad. No, it really doesn't. I could live Christmas for eternity. You're just off. You just chill, and you eat, and you drink, and live a pretty gluttonous lifestyle. 
as long as you don't run out of food and yeah, get in presents on every morning. I mean, granted, I'd be down with that. they'd be the same gifts, which would be a bummer. But like, I mean, well, that'd maybe, be cool though. Maybe every time you wake up, you don't remember from the day before. Uh-huh. It's like like Groundhog Day, except you don't remember. Yeah. So it's almost like um, 50 first dates. Dude, then that would be great. Every day is fucking Christmas. Like, yeah. yeah. All right. And I don't remember that it's Christmas. Yes, I'm in. I'm in. I like that interpretation of Krampus. That's actually better than they like made up. That's just like every day is Christmas. There's worse ways to be victimized. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, all right, Krampus what they don't know nice. can't hurt them, you know? Mm-hmm. You I mean, just like, they just think every day is great, unless every Christmas is the Christmas they get attacked by Krampus and friends. Then that would be the worst Christmas ever. I still need to see that movie this year. That's a great one. Mm-hmm. That'll be the first. I think today was the first time we'll watch it. We'll watch it at least two to three more times. I watched some Tubi Krampus movies. Ooh, how was that? There's about 20 different Krampus movies on Tubi. I watched one called Mother Krampus. Oh, Actually, okay. Mother Krampus 2, to be exact. Did you watch both? Mother Krampus. I watched Mother Krampus. start Mother Krampus 2 first? I, I started Mother Krampus 2 first. And then. You probably missed out on a lot of lore. Anyway. Well, I zoned out on it, but I saw most of it. And after that one ended. Mother Krampus 1 automatically came on. And I don't think Mother Krampus 1 had anything to do with Mother Krampus 10. I don't think so. <laughs> I mean, that that seems pretty plausible. And I would even believe they're probably not even the same anything. Different writers, different producers, different directors. Have you seen A Christmas Horror Story? <sighs> Is that the one where Krampus fights Santa Claus? Yes. Yes, I have. I really like that one. Um, I watched yeah, that at a good. friend's house for like a horror movie marathon for Christmas. Surprisingly good. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah. It's up there with Trick or Treat, I think, in like a horror anthology. Mm-hmm. I it's agree. There. It is. It's kind of like the, I feel like if you need a Christmas movie, that's like a go-to one because they're short. You know what I mean? You can put them on in the background and if you miss one, who the hell cares? Did you see Violent Night? I think so. Is that the one with the guy from Stranger Things? Yeah. Yes, I have seen that one. That one was funny. I like that one. That one was exactly what I wanted it to be in terms of like action, horror, comedy. Like, that was pretty good. Yeah. It was it was an action movie, but I think it was a comedy first. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to every... watch. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, you go ahead. Um, I want to watch Silent Knife. Have you seen that one? I don't think I've even heard of it. It's uh, it's on Shutter. It looks pretty good. It's like a Christmas. Oh, oh, are you talking about? It's a Wonderful Knife. That's it. That's it. One of those. I knew it was Punny Christmas. Yes, it's a Wonderful Knife. I heard it was bad, but it's actually, from what I saw, it was actually really decent. I don't know if I'm meant to see the whole movie though, because I put it on two nights in a row. And I fell asleep. The first time, I only got to after the beginning and I fell asleep. And then next thing I know, I wake up and it's 3 in the morning. And, <laughs> <laughs> and the I hate when that time, happens. 
the the very next night I put it on again and I'm watching it. I got through like the middle and everything and and so uh-huh. far it was pretty good. And then after the, the middle of it, next thing I know, I wake up and it's three in the morning. So Yo. I'm not sure if this movie is meant to be. I was going to say, like, I don't think you're supposed to watch that, Alex. But it is actually pretty decent. It looked pretty bad from the preview. I thought it was going to be like, I don't think it's, I don't think it's a Blumhouse movie, but I thought it was a Blumhouse movie. I thought it was going to be like Happy Death Day to me or something. Is it a Blumhouse movie in the terms of it's a Blumhouse movie or is it a Blumhouse movie in the terms of my dude produced it? I don't know if it even is a Blumhouse movie. I don't think it is. It just kind of seems like one a little bit, but okay. I don't think it, I don't think it's Blumhouse. Because like, if you think of it like that, like I th- I feel like Blumhouse will put their name on a lot of things. And at first there was like a vibe to it, and now they're kind of like, if it's good horror, we'll put our name on it. It's a very Blumhouse plot. Okay. Also, okay. I heard it was, I heard it was PG thirteen, which also turned me off. But I'm I'm not I'm really not sure what it's rated because it seems from what I've seen it seems gorier than a PG thirteen movie. I wonder if it's one of those like they took it right to the cusp and then like stopped. You know what I mean? Like they were like, you've won too many kills to make it PG thirteen. So they cut one of the kills, and then they were like, "All right, you met PG thirteen requirements." I'm not really sure, but I know that Blumhouse loves their PG thirteen horror movies. Yeah, they do. Fucking, that's that's when I hate it because then that's when it becomes like a money grab. Like you're willing to turn off like good horror just to make money. I get it. You're a business, but at the same time, I want good movies. Now this isn't a Christmas one, but. Have you seen that movie, Five Nights at Freddy's? It's the worst movie I've ever fucking seen. Um, no, not yet. It's so bad. Don't watch it. It's terrible. Is it? Yeah. So it, a bunch of my students have seen it, and they said it's good because it brings in the lore, but it's bad because the video game is based on violence, and this has very limited violence in it. I honestly don't really know much about the video game. I never even really heard of the video game until this came out. Oh, and okay. I have aired my grievances about this movie and then mostly online and all these people are like, <laughs> um, you know that this is a kid's movie, right? It's for kids. Nothing about what I saw was really a kid's movie. Usually a kid's movie has a child as the main character. This movie had some 20-something-year-old miserable asshole that there was, like, nothing redeeming about this guy whatsoever. So, So, it is not for kids. It is for a specific teenage demographic who grew up, like, because I used to see this because our niece or somebody, I don't know, used to have the toys and i was like what the fuck are these toys and then it was a video game and have you ever seen um the nick cage movie wally's wonderland or whatever no but i heard that's decent compared to five nights at freddy's it is uh that's like the adult version but it's basically like 
what happens if you as a worker get trapped, and this is what I believe it to be, in a Chuck E. Cheese at night and that mechanical animals are murderous. The problem with this movie was it had the potential to be gory. Uh-huh. There was so there was so many kills that were leading up to like something gory to happen. Like at the beginning, this guy is strapped to some sort of like a saw-like device that's about to, I don't know, rip his head off or something. It looked like a trap straight out of Saw. Okay. And it's getting closer, and and I didn't know what it was rated at this point. I was like, oh, shit, something brutal's going to happen. And right before anything happens, the camera cuts. Yeah, okay. there, There was at least three more of those types of kills in that movie where you think it's going to be something crazy and the camera cuts. Did they originally film this movie to be R, and then they did have gore in it, and the producer's like, nope, get rid of all that. It's going to be PG-13. Yeah, 100%. Because I feel like, again, if it's to that demographic of kids, they're not 18 yet. So you need as many of them to see it as possible to make money. So then you've got to hit the PG-13 mark. Which makes it terrible because then why make a like a movie about something that's about murder and then not show the fucking murder? Yeah, rant over. Yeah, it, that movie actually did make me angry. <laughs> <laughs> what we just watched a movie. What the fuck movie did we just watch? Oh, I can't even remember anymore. I'll have to text you about it later. But we watched some. Oh, did I talk to you about this last time I was on? I think I may have. The Jester? No, but I think I saw on Melissa's Letterboxd Yes, you guys watched it. That was bad. Don't watch that movie. That movie made me both irrationally angry. Also, like, what the fuck? But then also, all right, if I look at it from this one particular perspective, it could be mediocre. But I don't want to say anything more about it because it's a spoiler at the end. Are you surprised that it was bad? Um, I am surprised at how bad it was. Like, was I it, knew going into it what I was getting into. But, man, what, it was not good. Was it direct to streaming? or It was direct to streaming. It was direct to... Uh, I don't even know what... It, we found it online. So, it was direct to some kind of streaming, yeah. It came out, like, three years ago. Okay. It's, I mean, if you have like a good two hours of your life to kill, watch it. It's 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 okay. Um, the guy wants to be Art the Clown, but he's not. Um, um, so it's like a, it's like a Art the Clown ripoff. In the fact of how the jester acts, yes. In the rest of the movie, no. Okay. If that makes sense, like he, they really thought the jester was gonna become the next like big, like pop culture murderer and it did not happen i'll start by watching the trailer <laughs> yeah do that do but the trailer might make you want to watch it because i think i watched the trailer before we watched it well, and i was we'll like see. all right all right this is this is living up to what i think it should be and then i was like that was not what i thought it should be we'll see maybe i'll put it on as background music to start in if something grabs my attention then i'll give it a full view yeah. that's, that's, that's what when you're do. editing when you're editing this episode, just listen to the jester and you'll be like, ah, maybe. Yeah, it'll be like Mother Krampus or something. <laughs> yes, but the second one, not the first one. 
Yeah. Now, have you been watching any Christmas movies lately? Other than uh, Jingle All the Way? Ooh, so we watched Krampus. I said that one. We watched The Grinch. I actually sat down and watched it sort of from, like, for the first the time. Jim Carrey one or the cartoon? The Jim Carrey one. No, Jim Carrey, which I always thought was, like, I never liked that movie. But watching it this time and actually paying attention, I kind of appreciated it a little more. Uh, and then we watched The Santa Claus on Disney. So, yeah. that was fun. So, saw that one, too. Oh, have you watched the Disney. TV series? No, because I haven't even watched 2 and 3, to be honest. You've never watched 2 and 3? Oh, you have to watch 2 and 3. They get really dumb and more, like, mis- like not mystical, but more, like, fantastical. Um, but they're pretty good. Which one is better, 2 or 3? I think they go in declining order. I think first is the best one, then second, then third, then the TV show. The third one has Martin Short, right? He's supposed to be Jack Frost. It does, yeah. And I he's, always thought he's Martin. Cool. I don't know. I always thought Martin Short was kind of annoying. Um. So I agree. Um, I agree, but I think he does annoying really well. Oh, that he does. <laughs> yeah. Like, have you watched uh, Only Murderers in the Building? Uh. Uh-uh. Uh. So he's really annoying in that, but he's annoying in a funny way. Like, the older I get, the more I appreciate Martin Short. He made a cameo appearance on a Curb Your Enthusiasm episode, and he just did, like, the most Martin Short thing ever, which was like, you talk really high, I talk really low. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> is that all Martin Short's uh, comedy is, basically? Stuff it- like that. It really is. It's just him being way extra all the time. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I kind of appreciate it. Uh, he plays Jack Frost in the third one. It's pretty okay. Like I'm like, you, you do annoying and a bad guy really, really well. Maybe I'll sit down through two and three, but I'm not going to do it all by myself. I'm going to have to have Janina in the room with me when I watch those. I'm She's saying, in Texas right now. so Have Janina and Gabby chill with you. Watch some Santa Claus movies. It'd be a good old Christmas time. Is the Santa Claus show on Disney? Is that a sitcom? Um, I don't know. It looks like sitcom. it would. It, it just the like the picture I saw, the promo picture I saw. It almost looked like it was like a sitcom type of show with like a laugh track be in the background or something. <laughs> so it's not. No, it's like. Oh man, I wish it was. <laughs> It's the best thing I can say is it's like a they took the TV show or the movie and then they made it into a TV show. So it's got the same vibe, the like family vibe and Santa Claus and like they live in the North Pole and they go back down to Earth sometimes. You know what I mean? To Earth. <laughs> Earth. I don't know. Where's the North Pole at? <laughs> it's in outer space. In outer space. Santa, Cla- Santa Claus is an alien. Yeah, they go to Earth once in a while. They visit. It's all good, man. Um, yeah, it's not maybe a sitcom. It's more of like a, I'd say a mini series, but in seasons. Yeah, for Christmas movies for me, I always just find myself watching Home Alone for the millionth time. I have I have stopped myself from watching Home Alone until at least this coming week. I found myself watching the last few years i found myself watching home alone 2 a lot more than home alone 1 
Really? Okay, why? Do you find Home Alone 2 to be better? I love Home Alone 2, but I think Home Alone 1 is better. And for some reason, I've been watching two more than one. I don't know why. I feel like... I don't know. Home Alone 2 is so ridiculous. Like, what what is that accent that... Um, a Tim Curry is putting on. <laughs> I think that's Tim Curry's accent. You think? I think that's Tim Curry's accent in that movie, yes. I think it's Wait, his hoity-toity accent. Is Tim Curry from another country, or is he American? Uh, Tim Curry is English. Oh, he is English? Yeah, he is British. Uh, I, thought, I thought he was American for some reason. So I was just... Trying to figure out what that accent was. So uh, he was basically being himself. All right. That makes sense, too. Yeah. Yeah. He's just being himself. Mr. McAllister. I think that's I'm his the concierge. Like... Yeah. He's just kind of over the top. <laughs> I don't know. I like Home Alone, too, but I feel like it has a, it definitely, not even feels like it definitely has a different vibe than Home Alone 1 does. Like Home Alone 1 is very much, and it might be me, rooted in nostalgia and Christmas, even though it didn't come out around Christmas. And Home Alone 2, I don't know, man. Like, my boy alone in New York City in the 90s, that movie would have ended a lot sadder. Like, <laughs> I, I don't know that. Because Ke Kevin committed a lot of crimes in Home Alone 2. <laughs> and I think... Well, two guys are trying to kill him. Well, have you ever seen Home Alone 1 when people break it down um, forensically? Home Alone 1? Yeah, like when people analyze the kills through a forensic lens. Like he fucking, like he would go he to jail. Them like, yeah, he would have killed them like 20 times over. Yeah, like the I think the cops would have ruled it like excessive force. Like he... <laughs> and premeditated and uh -huh. luring and luring them in in there yeah because even when they try to leave he's like come on back motherfuckers and then he's like nah, i'm gonna fucking murder you like yeah like i don't know if it was real life he he probably would have i don't know if he would have killed him but he probably would have taken marv out just by shooting him point blank in the face with a BB gun at that yeah. close distance. Oh, yeah. And the um, iron to the face would have, like, put him in, like, third-degree burns, critical condition, like... At the very least, level. knock him out. Knock him out, too, on top of it. Um, the blowtorch. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> but I think the second one... The second one was even more insane... He was wailing, wailing bricks at them from a rooftop. Yeah. And then he hit them in the face with a pole and knocked them into, like, the basement, which had a concrete floor, so they would have died. Like, he, and he broke an entry. He broke into someone's house. Yeah, it wasn't even his house. Motherfucker committed tax or um, credit fraud, or what do you call oh, that? Yeah. Like, stole his dad's identity. And I'm just going to mention one more Christmas movie, but I am going to say before I mention one more Christmas movie, do you know who committed more crimes in a Christmas movie? I would say it's mm. Howard wait, 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 Don't tell me. I want to think about it. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Did you? Is it because you just heard me? I am. Yeah, it, it was. Yeah. 
but it's true though. But one more Christmas movie that I watched recently and it always holds up ever since 1981 or whatever it came out was Christmas Carol with George C. Scott. That movie is awesome. Yeah, that's Melissa's favorite Christmas Carol. Um, yeah, I just saw George C. Scott's Christmas Carol. Um, last year is the, well, okay, so I've seen it a bunch, but I only like, they all blend together for me after a while. So we watched it last year and I dug it. Yeah, it almost has a horror vibe to it. Really does. Um, have you been to, uh, and I don't know, this is a weird tradition my family did. I'm not sure how many other people did it. Have you guys been to the Center City Macy's Christmas light thing? Nah. Oh, yo, when Gabby's like older, you got to take her. So Macy's has this Christmas light display um, that they do every like 30 minutes or some shit downtown in Center City. But on the second floor is a Dickens village that you can walk through. And it's like these fucking old ass 1970 slash 1980 puppets. Um, And that one's based on the George C. Scott version. Oh, shit. Really? Yeah, and it, it's fucking scary as hell and old as hell, and it's super awesome. So, so they have crazy. the they have the ghost of Christmas future. Oh, uh-huh. and they you have to walk through the cemetery, and then he's like, you walk through this tunnel where he's like, "What did I do, spirit? What did I do?" Um, and it's like fucking weird as hell. Yeah, that's sick. Yeah, man, that's awesome. You, guys, you all gotta take Gabby there. I'm telling you. Oh, that sounds cool. Yeah, it's fucking not this year. She might be too young this year, but yeah, she's. She's too young for a lot of things. She wouldn't appreciate it. Because what I'm I, learning about MJ, who's one, is she is also too young to appreciate a lot of things. Yeah, I was told don't sweat it on Christmas presents with Gabby because she's going to be too young to remember, which is true. But still still have been buying her a good amount of stuff. Yeah, fuck that noise. Christmas, at this age, Christmas is not for the kid. It's for the parents to give the kid shit because it makes the parent feel good. Yeah, MJ's one, and she that girl. I put her in a box, and she was entertained for like forty-five minutes. But you know what? I definitely went out and spent spent like decent amount of money on Christmas toys. She's not going to remember in three years. Yeah, but at the time, it'll keep her occupied. I don't fucking care. It makes me happy, and she's happy for like twenty minutes. So then I'm all good. (laughs) Like, ah, yeah, go go you. Yeah, I'm, I'm not even I'm not even expecting much for Christmas this year. No, you don't think your parents gonna get you anything? My parents are going to be spending their money on Gabby. <laughs> yeah, that is true. We yeah, were told. Uh, we were told it's Gabby we're, now. Yep. MJ or when MJ was born, they're like, "You guys know you're not getting presents anymore." And we were like, "No, nah, we're aware. Like, we'll get each other gifts, and we're gonna buy her all the shit anyway." So I'm aware yep. of that. My, I think my days of getting Christmas presents are. Are over, which is kind of a bummer. But you'll get don't worry, you'll get something small. You just won't get all the all the gifts you used to. You'll get like one or two little things now. Yeah. Oh, I, I asked for some things from Janina. I know Janina mm-hmm. will get me some things. Yeah. Janina will get you. Next year, I'm gonna I'm hoping that I can get a the upgraded Xbox so I could buy GTA six when that comes out. That's what I want for into Christmas next year. Nice. I want to get a a light, a Nintendo Switch at some point soon. Oh, we got one. We never use it. I'm a, I asked for one, but then I was like, no, nah, I'm good on that. Like, so Melissa has one, so I'll just steal hers and play the games I want to play. 
Yeah. For a while, I was using it to play Super Nintendo games because there was a app on Nintendo Switch where it's this program. I think, I, actually, I yeah, you don't have if if you have like the equivalent to Nintendo's. If you have the equivalent to like Xbox uh, Live or Game Pass. Oh yeah, the online pass. Yeah. Yeah, the Nintendo Switch one. There's this one program on there where they got Nintendo games on there. They got Super Nintendo games on there. Uh, there's a lot of games on there that I used to play a lot as a kid. I enjoyed that. That's sick. Yeah, my brother for the past, like not this past year, but the two years prior, got me the little like retro Nintendo for like my birthday and then got me the retro Super Nintendo for Christmas, like the little mini drones. Is that is that the one that's you just plug it into your TV or whatever? Yeah, and they look like a little tiny mini version, and you can play like and it has like twelve to twenty games on there. Um, yeah, that's that's sick. It, yeah, that's I've been playing that more than my uh, PlayStation. I'm like, fuck this! I just think I want to go play Street Fighter right now. <laughs> oh, they got they got those games on there because on the on the Nintendo Switch, they only have like N- Nintendo brand games. Oh, so if you yeah. wanted to pl- if you wanted to play like a wrestling game, it's just like called like Nintendo Pro Wrestling. <laughs> uh, yeah, this one has like Kirby and like the Super Nintendo. I rarely play the Nintendo because I don't know. I want a mini N sixty four. I want to play in, like Mario Kart on N sixty four. Is really what I want to play, but they don't have that anywhere. The Nintendo Switch Mario Kart has all the maps from super nintendo and nintendo 64 yeah you just definitely sold me on getting that mario kart for sure because i play the one on fucking super nintendo and that fucking mario kart blows uh does it yeah we have it yeah try and play it and 64 is pinnacle in mario kart fucking super nintendo mario kart trash well you gotta give it give it a break a little bit it was super nintendo yeah nah bullshit Bullshit. There were games for Nintendo that were better. I swear. Do you remember the video oh, yeah. game where you drove the motorcycle and basically the screen moved and you had to like dodge shit? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> that game was fun. That game made Super Nintendo Mario Kart look like, I don't know, Atari. Did you ever play the Super Nintendo Star Wars game? That was ridiculously <laughs> hard. I have. Yes, I have. I have. That, that one reminds, was so hard. Did you speaking of hard games? Did you ever play Battletoads? No, I know Battletoads. I never played it, dude. Battletoads. I that is the one game I gave up on. I literally hit a level and for like couldn't beat it for months, and I was like, "Fuck this game, I'm done." <laughs> back in, back when I was a kid, I would set aside like three hours of my day, and I would play Turtles in Time. And love that the, game. Yeah, and beat it in like three hours. Uh-huh. So, so, I a few years ago I dug dug out my Super Nintendo, brought it here, and I play Turtles in Time, and I suck at it now. <laughs> it's because you forgot all the tricks. You forgot when you have to jump and when you need to kick and all that nonsense. I used to be able to throw all my enemies into the screen. I can't do that anymore. I don't know how to do it anymore. Nope. 
that's how I feel with the Simpsons arcade game. I used to be solid in that. Oh, that was so good. Now, I'll try to play it, and I'm garbage at it now. That game was so good. I loved going to the arcade to play that game. And um, the X, the X Men game that was sort uh, of like the yes. Simpsons arcade game. Uh-huh. That one was awesome too. I loved. Uh, I always was trying to buy it, and I could never find it, and I refused to pay six hundred dollars because my house is too small. But when the when Walmart released the mini arcade version of the Simpsons game, um, I wanted that like none other. Like and they it was six hundred bucks. It was six hundred bucks, and you got an at home like thing it was like i don't know about the size of me um and it was yeah yeah console that you could play and you could like plug it into your basement yeah yeah i've seen those before i can't believe that 600 though yeah that's what i said i was like fuck that noise i'm not paying 600 and then it was like 300 and then i was like eh, i still don't think i want to pay 300 for it i would love to get a pinball machine for the basement i think i think girl i, I think pinballs overrated you think i do Hi, Bugs. Hi. Hi. Hi, MJ. <laughs> She's like, huh? She's like, what is this nonsense I'm looking at right now? Uh, she's about to go lay down for her nap. Lucky her. I uh, know, right? I want a nap. Um, yeah, I like pinball, but I get bored of pinball really easy. My I attention span is not there. It's challenging. I, I think it's fun. Yeah. I mean, I like it, but then I'm like, give me like good 10 minutes at it. And I'm like, all right, I need something like, else now. Back, back in the day when I was a young boy, I went to a birthday party at an ice skating rink. Mm-hmm. And in the arcade area, there was a Nightmare on Elm Street pinball Ooh, machine. That's cool. I wish I had that. You could probably buy that. Yeah, for three thousand dollars oh you've looked it up i take it um i've looked up i've looked into getting a pinball machine before and a lot of these custom themed ones like like one for like a nightmare on elm street or i don't know a simpsons pinball machine mm-hmm. or a- any any of those 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 are rare as shit and they're yeah. a lot of money they're just I, back in the day, you could find them anywhere. Like you could see a Nightmare on Elm Street in the '80s. You could probably see a Nightmare oh, yeah. on Elm Street pinball machine in like any arcade or any bar or skating rink. Now they're like a lot of them are probably sitting in junkyards. Well, that's the problem, right? Is because like in the '80s they were everywhere, and nowadays most of them have been trashed. And the rest of them have been picked up by like collectors who buy everything on Elm Street or everything Simpsons. And like now it's like, fuck, I got to compete with people who are willing to spend that much money on stuff. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm not that bought in. Yeah. They're, they're, and when they get refurnished and everything, they, mm-hmm. they're probably worth a good amount of money. Oh, yeah. hundred percent. All right. You want to get into Jingle All the Way? Yeah, let's get into some jingle all the way. Hell yeah. <laughs> I watched it last night and it was so fucking ridiculous watching it through an, an adult eye instead of. A Dude, I thought eye. it was hilarious when I texted you and you were like, oh, Watch yeah, I'm watching that right eye. now too. Yeah. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, I was, 
I was focusing on taking notes with the movie, so I was doing a lot of pausing and rewinding. Were you really? Mm-hmm. So it took me about three hours to complete the film, and most of my notes are just quotes. Um, yeah, I uh, I don't even I think watching it last night, I was like texting you and like talking to Melissa. I've watched that movie so many times that subconsciously, I think I've I like just know it now. Um, I know it pretty well too. And I've every time it. I watch it, I'm like, this movie is so like I'm surprised Disney Disney backed this movie. <laughs> I've seen it as an adult many times, but this time, like, really like paying attention to it and writing notes, I've I've really discovered that this movie is like pretty fucked up for a kids' movie. Yeah, but I think that's the thing. Like, you know how there's movies that are made from they're made for kids, but then from the parents' perspective, you're like, haha, this is hilarious. I feel like this is one from a kid's perspective. It's like, oh, that's cool. But from a parent's perspective, you're like, dude, this is fucked. Like, every this movie is terrible. I, I probably barely understood any of the jokes as a kid because almost all the jokes are adult jokes. Uh-huh. As a kid, it's like a it's like an, an action, fast-paced, haha, like slapstick comedy. Yeah. From an adult perspective, you're like me and Melissa were talking. Yo, I felt so bad for Sinbad's character. Like, as a dad, you're like, bro, this guy just out here trying to, like, make ends meet, but he's, like, a shitty dad at the same time, and so is Howard, though. Howard's also a shitty, shitty father who's trying to make up for Christmas, like, make up for being a shitty dad by getting the cool gift that he forgot to get. Howard works hard to provide for his family, but because he's a workaholic, he he completely forgot about Christmas shopping until Christmas Eve. On the other hand, with Sinbad, Sinbad just seems like a Sinbad just seems like a victim. His his as he explained, his ex-wife slept with everybody in town, cheated on him with everybody in the post office, and he's and that, so he's probably stuck working overtime all the time just to make ends meet because he's probably living in a shitty apartment and on top of that he also has to pay child support and on top of that he still has to buy his kids Christmas presents or he's going to be viewed even more as a piece of shit I don't know though I disagree you you said that like Howard's a a workaholic but like Maybe well, he so, is one so who's trying to provide for his family, but he's never there. He missed his kid's purple belt and his yellow belt and his green belt. Let me tell you Just something saying. about Howard. I, I think Howard wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised if Howard cheated on Liz. I really wouldn't. No, I think Howard loves Liz. He's just oblivious to the fact that he's a shitty husband. I wouldn't be surprised if Liz cheated on Howard. With, with Ted, Ted. <laughs> Dang, with Ted. No, Liz doesn't want Ted. That's obvious when uh, he he accosts her and she throws eggnog in his face. <laughs> Ted is my favorite character in this movie because he's such a he's such an asshole and a scumbag and a piece of shit, and he's a creep. He's he's such a creep. He's so rapey. He's so rapey, but if we're led to believe anything in this movie, it is that the women in this neighborhood appreciate Ted. The, so he's yeah, doing wi- something right. The only one who doesn't appreciate him is Liz. 
the the women in the the neighborhood throw themselves at him for some reason. I, I he think has the right that, tool for the job. Does that I does that mean he was gonna give her his dick? Is that is that basically what no, you're saying? It meant he had the screwdriver she needed to repair the light fixture in her house, Alex. I don't think so. <laughs> I, <laughs> I don't think so, Jim. I don't think so, Jim. <laughs> I, think, I think he was saying he was gonna go over there and screw her. I I think that's the pun. He's gonna go screw her with his screwdriver. <laughs> with his tool. Yeah, with his tool. And all these women, they're also probably married to workaholics because I didn't um, really notice Yeah. Their husbands. That's how they there. all got into this neighborhood, is because all their husbands are douchebags <laughs> and they all bought the fancy houses. And then luckily they have a Ted in there to save the day for them. <laughs> uh, I love Ted. Luckily, he's such a menace. Look, you say a menace. I say he's just trying to be helpful. The dude's a pest. He's a pest and a nuisance and a menace. Yeah. Well, so real quick, we were talking earlier about Martin Short and how he does like a douchebag really well. I think Phil Hartman's another example of a guy who plays a dick really well. Oh, yeah. He's great in it. Yeah, he is he absolutely does... great in it. In a lot of things he does, he's a, he's an asshole. Like uh, Troy McClure, douchebag. Um, is that The Simpsons? That is The Simpsons, yeah. And he's in multiple episodes playing as him, right? Yeah, he's also Lionel Hutz, the the lawyer, and he's he's a he has like had a bunch of roles on there. Yeah, he was a Simpsons regular, it seemed. Mm-hmm. No, R.I.P. Phil Hartman. Yeah that that dude died way too young. Yo, we were talking about that yesterday. He was murdered by his girlfriend. By his wife. Oh, his wife. Okay. His wife. Like, she locked them in the house and then murdered them. Like, I vividly remember that on the news. Yeah, that happened, like, what was like, right after Small Soldiers. Do you remember that movie? So I confuse Small Soldiers with the other Soldiers movie. Is that Toy Soldiers or? Or little soldiers or something one of them's appropriate and one of them is not small soldiers was the one with uh the toys okay so no i'm thinking of the other one but i do remember small soldiers yeah i think that was his last movie oh damn that's sad al- man yeah he also so i believe he was a writer for peewee's big adventure as well he was. He was. Uh, did you ever see the Pee Wee's Big uh, or Pee Wee on Broadway before he was like Pee Wee's Playhouse? No. Was Phil Hartman working with him at the time? He was one of the dudes, kind of like Lawrence Fishburne, who was like the people that would pop in to visit Pee Wee, but it was a lot more adult and a lot more inappropriate yeah. for kids. Yeah, I know that he kind of started out being like more adult oriented, and then he became this. Mm-hmm this figure for all kids to look up to yeah and then he went into a porn theater and did what everybody else does in a porn theater yeah but and then and then he did something else but he would there were people are trying to call peewee a pedophile but he's he's not he's not a pedophile he's just a peewee's not peewee like from the start was like like you just said he was an adult dude like an adult comedian yeah but yeah. If you see if you see him in an interview when he's not in character as Pee Wee, 
he's a completely different person. Yeah, it really throws me every time because I just want him to be Pee Wee Herman all the time. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. Like, I'm just like, why? Paul Rubens doesn't exist. Pee Wee Herman is all that exists. Yeah. Oh, that's why everyone calls him Pee Wee instead of Paul Rubens. Mm -hmm. Anyway, back to Jingle yeah, All the Way and how terrible yeah, we, we trailed. We trailed off with Pee Wee. We did. A little, little tangent there. Well, yeah, let's get into the cast and the fun facts, and then we'll get mm -hmm. into the movie. So I got, got a lot of. Got got a lot of quotes, and I'm sure we're going to be also doing uh, a lot of really bad Arnold impressions. <laughs> I would hope this episode is nothing if just not an opportunity to do bad Arnold impressions. <laughs> so let's get into the movie then. Uh, it was directed by Bryant Levent. He also directed The Flintstones, Are We There Yet, Beethoven, and Problem Child 2, and I did not know that. Really? Problem Child 2? Yeah. I did not know that either. In the Flintstones of Beethoven. Hmm. Did not know that. I thought it was just some yeah. random dude. Yeah. It was, no, apparently he had a minute at this period in the mid to late 90s. Yeah, he was a 90s guy. It was written by Randy Cornfield, and he wrote Jingle All the Way too, as well. Have you watched that movie? No, but I want to. It has, what's his name? The Italian WWE guy. Santino Morello? I thought it had uh, Larry the Cable Guy in it. Yeah, but Santino Morello was in it, though. Oh, here I thought that was the movie with Paige. I had the wrong WWE I, person. I believe Paige is in it as well. She plays as an elf or something. Oh, shit. Look at that. Maybe I've seen this movie more times than I thought I've seen it. Yeah, I, I want to see it. Maybe I'll watch it later. Decompress from. <laughs> you watch it. You tell me how it is, and I will live uh, vicariously through you. And if it's good, I'll be pleasantly surprised, and then I'll really tell you to watch it. Like, dude, yeah. Put on Jingle All the Way Two right now, bro. Not gonna lie, you're missing out right now. Not watching Jingle All the Way Two. And Randy Cornfield, he also did the story for Eight Legged Freaks. Oh, okay. Yeah, it said story by, so I don't know what story actually is. I guess <laughs> Eight-Legged Freaks was was Randy Cornfield's idea, and Cornfield is spelled with a K. I was so hoping you would say that. I think I saw his name on there and thought, Corn, <laughs> like the band. <laughs> yeah, that's, oh, maybe man. he's uh, changed his name because he's, he's a Corn super fan. Yo, if, if he is, I hope he got to meet Jonathan Davis. I hope so, too. Why wasn't Jonathan Davis in Jingle All the Way 2, then? I don't know. Missed opportunity. Missed uh, opportunity. If, I ever, if I ever make a Christmas family movie, I'm going to make uh -huh. Jonathan, Ta uh, just Jonathan Taylor. Jonathan <laughs> Taylor Jake. Thomas? Nice. <laughs> uh, I would Christmas make Jonathan Day. Davis. I would make Jonathan Davis the dad. I feel like he'd play a good dad. That would be a dark Christmas movie. Oh, God. Hey, Speaking uh, of Dad, WWE Grandpa's people. coming over. No! No! <laughs> Wait, what? What are you saying? <laughs> oh, man, that got me too hard. All right. I said, speaking of WWF people, the big show is in uh, this movie. That's right. He yep. is. He He's my is. favorite character in this entire movie. 
the big show captain Jump insana so <laughs> we got arnold schwarzenegger as howard langston i'm gonna list off his movies in case in case people don't know what movies he's in oh he yeah in he's a little known actor you should help yeah. him out there yeah he was in the terminator movies true lies predator kindergarten cop total recall commando lax action hero the running man and his best movie batman and robin as mr freeze oh yeah yeah forgot about that movie is that the batman with the nipples with the nipples yeah is that the george clooney one yeah where it, yeah, sh- he has and it shows him and it shows him putting on his pants and there's just a close-up of his butt uh-huh that he's also the only Batman suit that has nipples, which is the only way I remember that. <laughs> that's that's funny. That's interesting. Yeah, little known fact about the Batman movie for you. Yeah, Mr. Freeze. Arnold as Mr. Freeze. I don't know how he didn't win any awards for that. Agreed. Agreed. And we got Sinbad as Myron Larrabee. He was on The Sinbad Show. He was in Coneheads, Good Burger, and First Kid. I love First Kid. Oh, don't forget Shazam. He was also in Shazam. That's not to be confused with Kazam, right? Not to be confused with Kazam. Shazam is uh, the movie where uh, Sinbad plays a genie. No, you're thinking of Shaq. Nah, man. Google it. Shazam. I'm I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. So, did Melissa say it is Shaq? She said, no, you have to specify you're joking. There's a whole thing online that people swear this movie exists and it doesn't exist, nor has it ever existed. Google it. It's a whole conspiracy theory that Sinbad was in a genie movie, but everybody confuses it with Kazam featuring Shaq. That movie was something, Shazam or Kazam or... Uh, Kazam was great. It also came out the same time uh, fucking Shaq Fu came out. I don't remember Shaq Fu. Bro, you're not missing out Shaq was probably like 25 years old in that movie and he doesn't <laughs> he never looked young ever no Shaq always looked old and it's because he's like a thousand feet tall he might be the same height as Captain Insana I think uh they really missed out on the opportunity to not cast Shaq as Captain Captain Insano that was meant for Big Shaq you think uh-huh yes uh-huh. all right all right, all right. Moving on. Phil Hartman as Ted Malton. Saturday Night Live, News Radio, The Simpsons. So I Married an Axe Murderer, Pee-wee's Big Adventure, and Small Soldiers. Mm. And we got Rita Wilson as Liz Langston. She was in Runaway Bride, Sleepless in Seattle, and Now and Then. And she's still married to Tom Hanks, from what I understand. Yep. They're married forever. They're never going to... Not be married. They're 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 a good Hollywood couple. Good couple. Yeah, they seem like nice people. And Jake Lloyd as Jamie Langston, and he was that little piece of shit from the Phantom Menace. So, so it's funny that you. Why do you say he's a piece of shit? He's a piece of shit. I hate this kid. Why? Why do you hate? He's a child. He's annoying. Do you know? And this is going to make you feel really bad now that he caught so much shit. We, we deep dived him yesterday. We caught, he caught so much shit for the Phantom Menace that he like went crazy 
committed a bunch of crimes and has been transferred from the prison diagnosed with schizophrenia and has been transferred from the prison to a mental mental a place for mental patients is he currently in there right now he's there forever yes so did he kill anybody uh no i think he committed a felony like robbery or some shit yeah yeah but yet, have you seen you, because if, people if you, like you alex made him literally go crazy he was terrible as a young darth vader if he ever Have hears you, this episode, he's we're done. He he could listen to it from from the mental hospital. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you he gets computer access one time a week for like an hour. Yeah, I guarantee you there's there's more freedom in in there than in uh, prison. Um, have you seen a picture of what he looks like though? As an adult, he looks yeah, just it, like him as, as a kid. As an adult. <laughs> But he has a mustache and like a goatee. Other than uh, that, he looks exactly the same. Yep, yep. Uh, we deep dived him yesterday. I saw everything. I was like, "Bro, look at you." You saw him. Look at you do stuff. Well, I, we googled him. Yeah, I saw him. Actually, the the mental institutions up the street from my house. <laughs> did I went did you go him. visit them? Like, Yo, Jamie, how you doing? <laughs> you should have interviewed him about how he sucked in um, Phantom Menace. <laughs> No, I would Dude. interview him about how he was awesome in Jingle All the Way. But like, so did you really truly believe your dad left you? Like, was Turbo Man? Because, come on, man. Like, yeah, that too. Yeah, and yeah. He actually believed <laughs> that his dad was Turbo Man. Yeah. Hang on a I have a lot. Okay. Hang on one second. You're good. His name was Jake Lloyd, right? Jake Lloyd? Yeah. Jake Lloyd. <laughs> All right. This is this is a good picture. <laughs> uh, what are you see. looking at? <laughs> I'm going to show you. Um, I'm going to show you right now. Uh, present. I'm going to present to you. A slide. Oh, I'm excited. From Jake Lloyd? Yeah, Jake Lloyd. Let's go. All right. Here it is. Where's pictures? Pictures. Save pictures. Where is it? Save. All right. I'll just go into recently downloaded. What? <laughs> I can't find it now. Um, maybe if I look, if I search... Jake, hang on. Jake Lloyd files. <laughs> Wait, how many files do you have of Jake Lloyd? <laughs> Why do you have so many files of Jake Lloyd? <laughs> Is it a folder on your computer entitled Jake Lloyd, Jake Lloyd files? Yeah, I got to get rid of it soon. It's taking up too much space on my computer. <laughs> Need a hard drive just for my photos of this guy. Hey, I'm going to try this one more time. If not, then we'll forget about it. Okay. Save image as Alex personal. That's where it is. It's an Alex personal. Oh, it's in the secret file. I got you. <laughs> <laughs> secret personal files. Don't open. <laughs> yeah, I've done a lot of research on this guy. That's what we're calling it nowadays. Research. Research. That's right. Research. How's Jake Lloyd? Uh, it's nothing. Nothing's coming up under the the Jake Lloyd files. 
I'm going to try one more. And if it doesn't work, then I'm just giving it up. But this is great. So hopefully, hang on. Maybe if I clicked on the, I clicked on the picture and saved it. Save. Save image as. All right. All right. Under pictures, Alex personal under the Jake Lloyd files. <laughs> All right. <laughs> The Jake Lloyd files. Yeah, see if it comes up. All right. So, see if I could share it on this platform. If not, then that's a shame. Um, this is all for not. All right. It's not coming up. Damn it. Oh, you're going to have to text it to me later. But there's this crazy mugshot of Jake Lloyd. He looks like an X Men villain or something. Okay. Like Show it to me later. All right. Let's get into some fun facts. So, producer Chris Columbus wanted Joe Pesci to play Poor as Myron. Or Jake Lloyd. He was deemed okay. too short at five foot three next to Arnold Schwarzenegger, who was six foot two. But Schwarzenegger Wait, was, was in a movie with Danny Joe Pesci. They wanted Joe Pesci to play Sinbad's role. And they thought oh, that Joe Pesci okay. was too short. But Arnold worked with Danny DeVito, who was like four foot eleven. Yeah. That was in Twins, right? Yeah, Twins. Mm. Huh. I feel like Joe Pesci would have been a much better bad guy. Like, I would believe him over Sinbad in a minute. Yeah. I, I wish there was a version where it was Joe Pesci. Yeah. Just because Joe Pesci is just insane. Joe Pesci would, like, take a pen and, like, stab him in the eye or something. <laughs> that, is that what you mean by it being darker? It. Yes, I do, because Joe Pesci is just, he feels a little more violent, but I do get it, though, because picture that fight between Joe Pesci, or yeah, Joe Pesci and Arnold, no matter how you shot it, that shit would look comedic. Yeah, it would have been hilarious. Like, too comedic. Like, you would you'd be like, man, this wouldn't happen in real life. Arnold would fuck that dude up. But Joe Pesci dressed up as the mentor? Now that's an image. That that it's funny you say that. When you said Joe Pesci, that was the first thing I thought of was Joe Pesci dressed as the as a the mentor. Hand over the like, fucking was, doll kid. Yeah, he's a doll kid. Listen, you think I'm funny? <laughs> <laughs> yep, basically. That's it. Are you like a clown? Oh man. Why are you laughing? Shit. Why are you laughing? What's so funny? Yeah. Like actually, right. I feel like yeah, it might be scarier than Sinbad. <laughs> I would have loved it. And he'd be a postman, so he'd be definitely insane. We have to recast the movie. That's it. Somebody call Chris Columbus and be like, bro, you fucked up. Put Joe Pesci in. I think Chris Columbus is dead. And Joe no, Pesci Chris is Columbus there is not age. dead. No way. I'ma Google that. I'm but Google that while you give me more fun facts. He Produced this movie, and he discovered America. <laughs> um, so, did you know, and I'm uh, not aware of this, well, I am now, but I wasn't, that 1492 Productions is the Chris Columbus uh, production company? Did not know that. Did not know They're that either, Christmas but it makes movies, sense. Right? They are, but 1492 is when Christopher Columbus sailed the ocean blue. Now, is this okay. a joke or... No, I'm dead serious. No, I'm dead serious. 
His company is called 1492 Productions, and it's run by Chris Columbus. But Christopher Columbus sailed the ocean blue in 1492. That's a oh, real thing. I just not, learned it last week. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. Also, not dead. Very much alive. Okay. All right. There's someone else He's I'm 65. thinking of. All right. That's still young. All right. So the story is based on the 1980s shopping frenzy of the Cabbage Patch doll. But this was more of a mimic of the whole craze of the Tickle Me Elmo craze of 1996. But I think it's just more based on the Power Rangers toys that they put out in the mid-90s. You remember that, right? When, like, the Green yes. Ranger was, like, the hottest selling item. In cri- it's I very much not- influenced by the Yeah, because Turbo Man is basically a Power Ranger. Everything about it is, is very Power Man-esque. Uh-huh. And, like, you could see uh, Sinbad's character as, like, a bad guy against the Power yeah. Rangers. Like, he had that ridiculous, over-the-top, like, 80s, 90s bad guy vibe. Yeah, Dementor. Yeah, keep forgetting his name. Did you know that Sinbad improvised the majority of his lines and a lot of the responses that Arnold came back with were also improvised? No, really? In the whole movie? Yeah. A lot of them. Most. Most of them. That's cool. Cool. Do not give Arnold that much credit. Did not think Arnold could improvise lines like that. Yeah, because Arnold, honestly, I love Arnold, but he's not a great actor. He really isn't. No. Arnold does one thing really well, and it's awkward, tough guy comedy. That's it. That's it. Yeah. That's all he does. Like, I give it to him, but he's not a great actor. I'm not nominating him for any awards anytime soon. Aside from Mr. Freeze, of course. Did you hear about this one? This is uh, something I just recently found out about. In March of 2001, a U.S. District Court jury in Birmingham, Michigan, ruled that 20th Century Fox stole the script idea from a Detroit high school biology teacher named Brian Webster. The studio was ordered to pay $19 million, later reduced to $1.5 million. Webster submitted the script, called Could This Be Christmas to the studio in 1994, and never received payment nor credit despite the film making $129 million worldwide. The studio appealed, claiming Webster's script was submitted after they had purchased a treatment of what became this movie script and the verdict was reversed. Wait, so this boy did not make his $1.9 million? That's why he had to sue. This guy sued. No, but like he got awarded one point nine million after he was given nineteen million. He didn't get to see one of that. I think they settled. They settled with one point five million. Oh, damn, man! I would have fought for at least two mil. I guess they didn't acknowledge this guy, and they're like, and they just took the credit for their own. I mean, that doesn't surprise me in the least bit. I was thinking, though, you think that dude went to the movies and was like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. This he is thought of my it in movie. His head. Sort of no, like, like me out loud. Like, yeah. Like, I'm going to go watch fucking, uh, I'm going to go watch Jingle All the Way. And then mid-movie, he's like, wait a minute. I fucking wrote this movie. He wrote the Just script. Just like, yeah, like you and how fucking uh, R.L. Stein owes you money. 
he he wrote the script. He submitted it to 20th Century Fox. <coughs> Jingle All the Way comes out. He thought that the premise was sort of similar, but maybe not necessarily the same. He's sitting in the movie watching it, and like come the middle of the movie, he's just like, "Oh, what the fuck!" And he throws his bucket of popcorn <laughs> at the screen and walks the fuck out. <laughs> Oh shit! Yeah, or he just starts. He just starts yelling profanity, and people <laughs> in, like in employees deal full of kids. Yeah, and everyone's like telling him like shut up. He's like, this was my idea. This was my idea. <laughs> he has to get a score. I like out. I like the scene of him just being like, yo, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> just all of a sudden, he just, he just realizes suddenly that this is his movie script. He got yeah. no money for it. Yeah, no, that, that does fucking suck. I'm glad that yeah, if does. that's true, if that dude really did mail them a script and it was basically his movie, then he should sue. Hey man, he made out with 1.9 million dollars. He didn't. He didn't do too too bad. I mean, it sucks that he lost out on the other, you know, 128 million. But whatever. I, I mean, I don't think he. He was he was not gonna he wasn't gonna get that. I don't even think the writers get that much money. <laughs> no. That's a little no, that all, all that money goes right to the studio. Alright, so the filming took place in Minnesota for five weeks from April fifteenth, nineteen ninety six. Yes, it was in the spring when they shot this movie, but Minnesota always snows. At the time it was the largest film production to ever take place in the state of Minnesota. Oh, that definitely got to be their like claim to fame right now. That and Mall of America. Yeah, Mall of America being in it. I I, I really can't believe that it was in the spring. Now it, it did look like Christmas time. That's crazy. It really did. But I guess to your point, like you said, it's Minnesota. It snows there a lot. I feel like they get like three months without any mm-hmm. snow. Yep. In the middle of summer, and then literally autumn hits, and it starts snowing again. Yeah, I I had friends from Minnesota back in the day. They lived in my neighborhood, and he told me that it snowed on Halloween, like a, hmm. a blizzard. That doesn't surprise me. That did that in Pennsylvania for a while too. I remember. I remember that. Yeah, they were fun and times. My, last but not least, Arnold Schwarzenegger was paid twenty million dollars for this role. So if Arnold only got paid twenty million. I don't know why that guy thought he was going to get paid $125 million for submitting a rough draft script. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, think about it. Now you're left with what? I mean, Arnold got 20 mil. Now you're left with 108 mil. Got to go pay Sinbad probably like, you know, $50,000. Um, <laughs> it's like it's real. I have no money left. Yeah, I don't know why that guy. What yeah. what that dude? I don't know what that dude was smoking. I don't know. Whatever it was, he got a mill out of it, and that's more than I got going on. Yeah, I would love a mill. Yeah. Anybody listening to Alex's podcast want to give us each a million dollars? We would be. Yeah. We I'll would be very thankful. It's Christmas. Give time. you my Venmo. Yeah. Just give me a million dollars. <laughs> Venmo Alex two mil, and then he'll Venmo me one mil. We'll be good. We'll see about a lot that. Of trust. I trust Alex enough to give me a mill. We'll talk about 
<laughs> Listen, don't make me sue you like that guy did that like that teacher did to 20th Century Fox. Why? Because it was your idea for the Venmo? It was. Yep. I gave you the rough draft idea for the Venmo. I deserve a million dollars. All right, let's get into the plot of the movie. It's turbo time, all right? Turbo time. Okay, so the movie opens up with Jamie watching the Turbo Man show on TV. This show is a play on the 90s Power Ranger. Can't you tell? It looks just as shitty and cheap as that. <laughs> I don't know why kids even watched it back in the day, including me. Yeah. I, I had like season one on VHS. Wow, really? That's that's pretty badass, actually. Well, I watched it for Kimberly. That's why I watched it. Yeah, everyone thought Kimberly was hot. And yeah. rest in peace, Yellow Ranger. She's oh, no RP Yellow us. Ranger. I forget her name. Uh, Yellow there was, Ranger. There was two girls and three guys, right? Uh-huh. For some blue, reason... Blue, black, red. And green. Don't forget green who became white. And then yellow, pink. For some reason, when I was a kid, I was a fan of uh, Billy the Blue Ranger. I don't know why. I always backed him for some I liked, reason. I uh, liked Tommy the Green Ranger. He was always my favorite. Yeah, that's when the show started to get weird. But then he <laughs> turned into the White Ranger, and it yes. was like... It was like during uh, that episode where he turned from the Green to the White Ranger, mm -hmm. that was the most talked about thing in third grade. Yo, that, was, that was at it. school. It, that's that was like the Sopranos finale for little kids. <laughs> kids were like, "Yo, did you see where he went from green to white? That shit was crazy." Weird times. Weird times. Fucking kids, man. Fucking kids. So anyway, Turbo Man. He also has Turbo a man. pink dog named Booster, and nobody, nobody likes. Booster. Like, nobody likes him. No one. You know no, what the not thing even is? Turbo Man. All right. When you were a kid, you're my age. A little mm -hmm. older wow. than me, so were you big into getting action figures as a kid or fuck yeah. I loved all the wrestling action figures. That was my jam. Did you ever like get like a secondary action figure because your uh -huh. mom figured it would be cheaper to buy the other guy? For example, yeah. for me, I wanted a Terminator action figure. My mom got me the T one thousand action figure because it was probably cheaper. But you're not wanted the bad guy. Oh, yeah. low blow, I, low blow. I wanted, yeah, I wanted to get the Arnold one. She got wow. me T one thousand instead, probably because she saved ten dollars. You know, either that or your mom. Uh, your mom ran into the Arnold problem, and they were all out of the Terminators. Yeah. And she was like, Arnold, hey, it's 1000 it's good enough. Arnold wasn't going to get caught dead with a booster action figure. Dude, talk, we were talking earlier about how Jake Lloyd went to prison. Jake Lloyd would have went to prison a lot earlier had he gotten a booster action figure. <laughs> My mom would have got me a booster action figure. I guarantee you she would have. Oh, I like to think your mom would not do you dirty like that and get you a booster no, action figure. No, she would. She'd be like, she would have been like, the mentor. And I would have been cool with the mentor, but I guarantee you she would have got me a booster because the booster is probably the cheapest out of all of them. <laughs> yeah, because nobody likes booster. That poor fucking booster. I'm so, maybe booster 
went into a mental hospital along with Jamie Lloyd or Jake Lloyd. Oh no, Booster Booster was booger. Yes, he was. Yes, he yeah. was. He's fine. He's doing okay. He's used to being the guy nobody likes. All right. So do you think this this turbo man in the show was trying to do like an Arnold accent and it was just really bad? So we were debating that. Do you think that well, how it's like you can always count on me? Well, yeah, like in the beginning, if you noticed the the Dementor guy who played Dementor, he looked like a weird version of Sinbad. And then like Captain or Turbo Man, not Captain, whatever, he looked like a weird version of Arnold. So like I think yeah. they tried to cast people who would eventually be Arnold and Sinbad. I guess maybe that's the comparison that Howard was arch enemies with Myron. Uh-huh. Yup. That was it. There's a deeper meaning behind all of this. So who was Booster supposed to be then? Nobody. Nobody likes Booster. Ted is Booster. Because <laughs> nobody likes Ted. Well, all the, all, the likes Ted. all the neighborhood housewives love Ted. That is true. They do love Ted. Yeah, I think so, Ted is Booster. Yeah, that's he, like he's a dog. He's a pig. Yeah, I get it. Mm-hmm. Yep, so, yep, there we go. I didn't draw two parallels, but there it is. Liz tells Jake or Jamie to get ready for his karate event and ask where his dad is. And she's like, oh, he's on the way. And then it cuts to this really kick-ass office holiday party. I wish my work had holiday parties like this. So I have a question for you. I heard this on the radio the other day, and I would like to know your opinion because I think I know it already. Your job offers you a bonus or a Christmas party. What are you taking? And I don't know how much the bonus is or? I mean, it doesn't matter how much the bonus is. If you get the Christmas party, you get no bonus. But if you get the bonus, you get no Christmas party. You only get one. I'll get the bonus. Okay, cool. Yeah. When the, the person on the radio asked that, I was like, who the fuck would take the Christmas party, bro? Never. Like, no. Anyway, side note. I wish my job, too, would throw fucking Christmas parties that look like that. Well, we're, we got a Christmas party on Wednesday, and it's just a potluck. But I want a Christmas party like what they have in Jingle All the Way. <laughs> Where they bring you all the booze and everybody's dancing at work, and it's like oh, a yeah. good old time. Yeah. Everyone's drunk off that nog. They're all dancing. I feel like that's Christmas the same type of Christmas party in Scrooged. It was pretty similar to that. Yeah. And there was one also in the Santa Claus at the beginning. Yes, it was. That must have been a thing in the 90s and the 80s. Maybe they threw big-ass Christmas parties. And the only one that's not working is Howard. He's in his office calling people saying, you know, my number, number one customer. customer. Remember You're my number one customer. <laughs> 200 king size per next Friday. No problem whatsoever, but only for you, Mr. Jacobs, because you are number one customer. Andrea, hi. Well, if you think the fabric is too dark, then we just recover it and no extra charge. Well, what do you expect? You're my number one customer. But don't you forget, you're my number one customer. You're my number one customer. So, what's Howard's job? They sell furniture? Uh, I think he sells mattresses. Like, I literally think that's his job as a mattress salesman. Do you think uh, they're drug dealers? Do you think Howard's a drug dealer? 
They have to be. How many people? My motherfucker is working like three hours late. How many people are buying mattresses before Christmas? Like not think, that many people. Do you think he, the people he's calling on the phone and selling mattresses to is actually like cocaine or something? I do. Yeah, I do. I think it's Turbo Man action figures is really what he's selling. Now, now it's action figures. It's not cocaine. It's action figures. Or do you think it's, same thing? Turbo Man action figures and cocaine. They're they're same thing. Or they're putting cocaine in the Turbo Man dolls, maybe. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Um, he actually is the one who supplies the shitty Turbo Man to the Santas that he has to then go buy from later. It's like Jim Belushi knew who, or John Belushi knew. Wait, which one is he? Jim. It's like Jim knew who he was. The whole thing just goes full circle, huh? Yep, that's exactly. He was like, yo, I noticed you from the guy who used to sell us all these toys. You want to buy one back for $300? Here you go. I'm excited to talk about that, but we're going to talk first about um, <laughs> Ted's introduction to the movie mm. where he's sitting next to Liz. He's videoing the whole thing and all the women are throwing themselves at him. Mm-hmm. And Ted's kid. Ted. I baked you some cookies, you know, to thank you for fixing my screen door. Well, thanks, Judy. One, two, three. Ted, I was wondering if you'd mind taking a look at my porch light. It just doesn't seem to be working, and uh, you being such a handyman. Sure, I've got just the tool for the job. Do you know what Ted is? Ted is a man whore. Ted has some STDs, I think. I think Ted does. Ted's just a player, man. He got a divorce, and he's going out. He's seeing what's going on now. He got a divorce probably because he cheated on his wife and gave her an STD that he got from some other housewife. I mean, probably, but we don't talk about that. Ted out here living his best life. I want to know what Ted does for a living. Listen, Ted, Ted, you don't need to know what Ted does for a living, all right? Ted Ted's a male prostitute. He makes his money just going house to house in the neighborhood, <laughs> helping out. Of- He's a handyman. There you go. Helps put up the tree and the lights. Yeah, he's a gigolo that does work around the house, and at the end, he fucks him. Yeah, I feel like uh, I feel like we just unintentionally made a porn movie called Gigolo All the Way, and you just follow Ted from one house to another. <laughs> I would watch that. I really would. <laughs> I don't know if I'd watch that, but. I mean, I'd endorse it. Why not? He, he's railing them, and he's like, don't worry. Ted's here. <laughs> Instead of, you're my number one customer, it's, don't worry. Ted's here. That's the quote of the movie. <laughs> oh, I would man. watch that. Chigolo all the way. Starring Chigolo all Ted. the way. I bet you it's already out there somewhere. I hope. <laughs> I would, that's actually... Um, New family favorite Bill Christmas Hartman's movie. That's Phil Hartman's last movie. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't really like publicized all that much because they thought it was a bad look after his death. But like that would have been his movie. So now Howard decides to break the law and he rides the breakdown lane so he could get ahead of all the traffic. And he gets pulled over by this cop that's a Dudley Do Right by the book cop. <laughs> And I love this character. He reminds me of a cop that everyone has had an encounter with 
whether it was getting arrested or just getting a simple speeding ticket. Don't you uh-huh. agree with that? I do. Yeah. I also want to know, I have to point this out. They're in Chicago, yes, is what we're led to believe. This No, it takes place in Minnesota. Oh, like in real life? I thought it took place in Chicago, but like it was just filmed in Minnesota. No, no, it was it was filmed it was filmed in Minnesota and it took place in Minnesota no. because there, there, no. no there there are Minnesota license plates and you see the Mall of America sign. Oh, okay, never mind. That takes back my statement then. I was gonna Why? be like, how how many cops are in Chicago? What are the chances that he's gonna literally run into the same cop multiple times all day, yeah. all day, every day in like various parts of the city? Well, this does take place, I think. It does take place in Minneapolis, which is okay. a ma- it's a major city in yeah. Minnesota. It's a pretty big city. So even still, how is he running into the same cop for 24 hours straight? Plot hole. Plot hole. I don't believe the movie anymore. Not believable. <laughs> Not to mention the, all these cops. They're, they're, they're such weak cops. Yeah, these cops suck. They let so much shit slide that they legally should not let slide. <laughs> yeah, and we'll talk about that when the when the movie picks up. <laughs> so, this was a this was a great line from the cop. This this cop was such a dick in this movie, and I love it. When Howard was like, "I'm sorry, officer. I'm just in a hurry." Can you hurry my kids karate practice. Yeah, I'm gonna miss my kids' karate practice, and the guy's like. Oh, I do apologize if I cause you some sort of delay. How thoughtless of me. <laughs> yeah, the cop's a dick. I hate that cop. Yeah, he's such a dick, and he makes him get out of the car. He gives him a, a field sobriety test, even though he doesn't smell liquor on him at all. He he's dick. not acting drunk. Nope, just being a dick because he wanted to inconvenience him more, make him miss his kid's karate practice. License and registration, please. Look, sir. I'm in kind of a hurry. I'm really late for my son's karate class. Oh, I do apologize if I've caused you some sort of a delay. How thoughtless of me. Because the last thing that I want on my conscience right now is for a private citizen to somehow be disappointed in the performance of my duty. Look, I was not criticizing you, officer. It's just that... Step out of the vehicle. There. Are we finished now? Recite the alphabet. A, B, C. Backwards. And nobody knows how to say the ABCs backwards, whether or not they're drunk or not. Um. Okay, I've always struggled with that. Like, yo, you could pull me over Stone Cold Sober and I would be like, Z, Y, like... Like it would not be, it would not be pleasant. Yeah, so that's bullshit that they make people do that on a sobriety test. I feel like that, uh, that has to be a throwaway like test. Like no one's ever gotten that one right. No one has ever aced that test. You gotta be careful what you say, though, because if someone says something like. I can't. I couldn't even do that sober. They might say, "Oh, so you're admitting that you're drunk?" Uh-huh. I would try to do it. I'd be like, "Bro, I don't know if I'm going to get that done, but here, let me give you the first three letters." <laughs> like, I got the W. Can I stop now? No way. No way in hell. Fuck that. You know, what What's sad is some people probably flunk 
saying the ABCs forward during a sobriety test. Probably. Probably when they're not even drunk, which is sad. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. (laughs) They're like A, B, D, C, F, E. Okay, got it. Easy. All right. So Howard runs into the school after everyone has left and he runs all the way into the school into the gym like he, he should have known that it was done when there was no cars in the parking lot right he had to see the empty gym with the janitor cleaning up to know he missed it so he could say i didn't make it i didn't make it yeah bro the lights being out weren't a dead giveaway the not cheers were not a dead giveaway all right the I mean, violence of the school I don't know what time this karate event was at, but it was probably like, I don't know, maybe five o'clock at night. And he's showing up there at like 930, maybe <laughs> right. 10 o'clock. Like thinking this jungle will be a five hour event. <laughs> hey, guys, thought you'd be here all day. <laughs> so Howard gets home and he finds Ted on the roof, putting up Christmas lights. Now, this is just this is another reason. This just goes to show that Ted is the neighborhood creep. If some dude was on my list doing like this, and he's always he's always <laughs> bugging me every time I go to my car, he's basically saying, I did you a favor. I put Christmas lights on your roof. You're welcome. I mean, look, I ain't going to lie. Motherfucker won't put on my Christmas lights. You come over and put my Christmas lights up. That's fine. I'll do my tree. Oh. You can do my outside. It's cold. I would say if you're going to put them up, you're going to take them down too. (laughs) You're like, I had no intent to put lights up, period, dude. What are you doing here? You have to come back in January now and take this shit down. I don't want this down. I feel like people like him now, they'll want a favor later on and be like, well, I did this for you. What's that? So it's very obvious the favor that Ted wants. (laughs) Yeah. Hey, uh, Howard, do you think I could bang your wife and you could sit in the corner and videotape it? I could give you my camcorder. Oh, fuck. That was good. Ted, are you out of your mind? Look, listen, Howard, I put up your Christmas lights. Oh, fuck. I love the camcorder, too. I didn't even register that shit. Oh yeah, and he well he when he rub yeah when he rubs it in his face that he missed the karate thing he's like don't worry Howard I got it all on video. Phil Hartman's such a good scumbag. I do think that he is trying to be nice, but his way of saying things just comes off as a dickhead. Oh, even yeah, though. I, I think he is trying to be a nice guy. But. I think he is too. I genuinely think Ted wants to like help. I mean, he wants to bang Liz, but he wants to help. <laughs> People, well, not the housewives, but he definitely rubs Ted the wrong way. Man, if you notice, there are rarely any other husbands in this movie aside from Ted and Howard. I know, right? And, Where are yeah. they? They all obviously left and Ted is just having run of the neighborhood over here. <laughs> He's just picking them off one by one. Yeah. Ted's like, soon I'll be the only dude living on this block. Dude, yeah. He probably Ted, feels like such a pimp. Ted feels like the real villain in this movie the more we talk about it. <laughs> he is the real villain. You're right. The more I think about Ted and like the game he has set up right now, I'm like, man. 
when I, I, go I googled his character uh, like a half hour before we started, uh -huh. and his character is under a villain's Wikipedia. I mean, yeah, he's definitely a villain. He is real. You said it. He get real rapey. <laughs> I can't wait for that part because of all all the lines that he says. And here's another great line from Howard when he goes inside the house. He says to Liz, "Did you tell Ted he could put lights on our house?" <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's the best impersonation all day. All right, oh, that was good. I feel like that is what Austrian Death Machine should have used as a clip. Well, isn't it the, it's the uh, that dude from SLA Dying? Doesn't he do the imp he does. Uh, impressions? Is that the guy who tried to murder his wife? Yeah, he hired he hired the hitman. Yeah. yeah. All right. Cool. Oh, never mind. That was bad. What? I was gonna bring it full circle, and then I was like, oh man, he hired somebody to kill his wife, and then Phil Hartman's wife killed him. It's a Ooh. sad, the sad, yeah, it's a sad one eighty. We'll just cut that later. <laughs> <laughs> well maybe well maybe Tim from Austrian Death Machine as LA dying wanted a hitman to kill his wife so he could do what Ted did. He thought he could just Ooh. you walk walk around the, the neighborhood uh <laughs> replacing light bulbs and giving and lighting pipe with a tool. That's what he wanted. Yeah, yep, he just yep. wanted his wife out of the way. So he could put up Christmas lights and give <laughs> Give give the woman the business later, Alex. That was a really that was a really well crafted way to bring this back. I appreciate that. <laughs> it was really well crafted. Oh shit! So, all right, who's worse in this movie, <sighs> ja Jamie or Howard? Because I think Jamie's a little brat. Howard, Jamie's a child. I don't care how bratty he is; he's still a child, and his dad is a disappointment. What about how he just? When Howard comes home, he's trying to talk to his son. His son is just shooting him the death glare and just oh, ignoring him. He and... forgot his fucking belt ceremony. <laughs> but talk to him about it. Be like, Dad, you missed it again. He did he's that. Like six. <laughs> I feel like you just really don't like this kid. I feel like you're biased. You're like, the real villain of this movie is Jamie. Fuck it is. Fuck Ted. Jamie is the real bad guy. It was a purple belt. It's not like it was a black belt. It was <laughs> a purple, purple belt. And the yellow and the green, man. That's like four of the five steps. Well, he, he was there for yellow, though. Oh, was he? Yeah, you could give it... Uh, he missed blue, but he was there for yellow. Oh, okay. And he missed purple. So he's he's one for three. His odds well, are... He, he missed blue as well, because yeah. Jamie, of course, has to throw that in his face as well well okay so he's 50 50 that's not good odds jamie has all the right to be a dick because his dad's a douchebag no 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 How howard is a dick too how howard is a self-consumed mm -hmm. workaholic well it's like we and texted yesterday no one in this movie is literally like like no one is likable at all in the whole movie yeah everyone everyone's a piece of shit in this movie yeah Everybody. honestly if, if i think about well, and this is fine like, is Liz fine though? Because Liz so. also doesn't talk it out. Liz also just like shuts shit down. What do you mean? 
Like, she's not trying to help. She's not being talkative. She's just like, fuck you, Howard. Fuck you. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, that too. I mean, she's not yeah. likable, but she's not hate. Like, she's not dislikable. I feel like she's neutral. Even the people that work in the toy stores are unlikable. Yeah. Every, this whole universe is full of despicable people. Uh, Chris Parnell is in this movie, by the way. Yes, he is. Yep. Yep. He's, he's, in so, it. He, he's dislikable. Yes, very much. <laughs> so, so Howard is basically trying to bribe him with buying him a present to make up for missing the karate class. Yeah, present so, he should have already bought. Jamie says, don't worry about it. I asked Santa. And then he said, no, Santa gets busy. You got to tell us what you want. And then he just goes in full demand for this turbo man. Well, Howard pushed him to say whatever he wanted. Yeah, but also to skip to the next scene, Liz apparently told him to get this thing like in November, and he yeah. and he doesn't even remember her telling him. <laughs> nope. nope, bad, bad guy. He's a terrible guy too. Did you look up? Uh, did you look up Howard on when you were looking up Ted? Because I feel like Howard would be under the villain category as well. Howard is a villain. Okay, Howard is a villain. He's a criminal. Yes. Yeah, all three characters in this movie are villains. Yep. Ted, Howard, and Myron—they're all yep. villains. Yep, agreed. And Jamie. Um, yeah, Jamie. Jamie's <laughs> definitely a villain. I think Jamie's just mental. But oh, like, oh, too soon, too soon. <laughs> is too it soon. Too, is it too soon? Too soon. I, I he think is. he is mental. Now they they should do. A sequel to this movie. It's like a mockumentary where you just go into the mental hospital and it's like an interview with with Jamie. And he's like a where are they now episode. He's insane because (laughs) of I don't know because he got what he wanted. Because his dad really wasn't Turbo Man, and then he led this full fake life believing his dad. Actually, Howard really just fucked him up more by being. By being Turbo Man for that one day. Yeah, yeah, because he didn't understand that he wasn't really Turbo Man. (laughs) And Howard, honestly, he made this whole situation worse Uh by lying to his wife and saying that he did get it. I know it sucks, but I would have at least been, oh my god, I completely forgot, oh my god, this is... I, I understand that you're mad at me. Oh no! What 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 could I do to to make up for this? Or what 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 am I supposed to do now? Instead, he's just like, I got it. Like, that how was that? How was that making it? Because he thought he could better. get one in time. Oh well, he was like, easy. I can solve this tomorrow morning. Yeah, that's how a, a lot of people think, but it's the number one selling toy in the country. Yeah. Well, now now we have the internet, so now all you have to do is log on and buy one for like $1,000. Yeah. Well, there were 300 at the at the bootleg place, yeah. so they were probably between the four, probably about $400, these toys. Mm-hmm. Who the fuck can afford an action figure that costs that much? Well, I think the toys in reality were like 25 bucks, but the bootlegger dudes were like, fuck you, pay us. Because we have oh, it, yeah. so we're going to raise that they price to $300. Price gouged it. 
Because he wasn't supposed to see that it was the Spanish version that fell yeah. apart. Uh, yeah, don't don't open that. No, 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 no. <laughs> don't, not here. Don't open that here. Uh, so, yeah, he uh, lied about the toy, and he says he's going to go back the next day to get it. And the next morning, he leaves the house to go simply buy this toy. And he also lies to Liz again. He says, oh, I forgot the Tovo man out the store. It's at the office. <laughs> at this point, and I, and I think she like gives him a weird look. And she's like, oh, okay. I feel like at that point, she's like, oh, shit. Uh-huh. Howard's fucking lying again. Yup. Hundred percent. She was like, "Sure, bro. What the fuck ever. I'll believe you when you show up here with the toy." <laughs> and he used to out like all fucking day. So, okay, big big question here. The movie ends at the parade, right? Parades... Well, it ends at the parade, but then there's a scene after the credits. Oh yeah, but well, I mean, but it ends at the parade. Like that's the big finale. Yeah, and like the parade pops it's got to pop off close to like one o'clock so let's figure he's up at eight he spends from like eight to like for like four hours that's all this movie really is is like a four-hour span of him running around minnesota looking for this toy well what time does the store open store opens at nine o'clock and if you think of it okay so it's winter he was probably out until like three three four o'clock probably well no it's winter oh because because and it's yeah, it was sunny, so it's got to be close to like yeah, one or probably. two. Yeah, probably. Yeah. My boy only spends like four hours looking for this toy. Honestly, yeah. Come on, Howard, and, that, and that's probably realistic. I would say. Yeah, I mean, I would drive uh, around four hours looking for a toy. The the way they do it, though, it seems like he's out a lot longer than four hours. It does. So see, because he's getting into a lot of shit, which yeah. we'll get into. <laughs> right now so fucking ted he has a pet reindeer now yeah he to to just go over the top ted really does love christmas ted loves i love that look i'm back and forth on all these people like ted loves christmas he loves presents he loves reindeers i get it maybe he's not a bad guy no, he he's just straight up annoying though because he he <laughs> thinks like everything he does is right. He he thinks he's Mister Perfect. Like when Howard's like, I'm getting one of those Turbo Man. So he's like, Oh, I got my Johnny a Turbo Man months ago. It's nestled safely under our tree <laughs> in Turbo Man wrapper, nonetheless. Yeah, like Captain Obvious. <laughs> So he shows up at a mob store, and that's where he meets Sinbad, who is Myron. And Myron is obviously a disgruntled postal worker. Instead of him going out on his mail route, he's not working. He has his bag. He's got his uniform on, but he's not working because he wants to buy a toy. And he's just on the hunt for the toy all day. Like, he... Basically, was MIA for his job. Basically, <laughs> I didn't think about that. You're right. He didn't. He was just throwing people's presents left and right, like at people. Like, yo, he needed to be fired. Yeah, that's like a, a bad job. He, how it, shitty it, that guy just dipped in his job and stole mail. He was pulling federal offenses left and yeah. right. Left I just thought about that when he was running. He was throwing mail <laughs> out of his sack, just throwing it on the floor. Yeah. Man, 
Sinbad did a really shitty thing too. A lot of federal offenses being like. Well, he's also <laughs> unstable because he grabs an older woman and starts strangling her in front of everybody. Well, he also threw a bomb at somebody, so you know. Will. No, no, no one like even like intervened when he just started strangling some mom <laughs> right in the crowd. No way, because that was normal back in back in the day in the nineties. In 1996, wow. you are allowed to just grab a woman and start strangling oh, her. Yep. You know what I'm going to do? <laughs> I'm so angry right now. Turtle man. That's why, yeah, that's what he called it too. Turtle man. <laughs> Turtle man. <laughs> so like some fruity, some fruity doll named Turtle man. <laughs> man. Uh, I would not fly today. Again, I'm surprised Disney endorsed this movie. And as if I didn't have enough pressure in my life, my son sends me off for some like goofy black toy, some fruity robot named Turtle Man. It's Turtle Man. My son wants one too. You know it's all a ploy, don't you? A ploy. Man, where have you been? Don't you watch TV? We are being set up by rich and powerful toy cartels. Oh, come no, on. No, you got these big fat cats sit there using working class just like me and you. They spend billions of dollars on TV advertisement, and then they sit there and use subliminal messages to suck your children's minds out. And I know what I'm talking about because I went to junior college for a semester and I studied psychology, so I'm right in there. I know what's going on. And then they sit there and make a kid feel like garbage if you, the father, who's working 24-7, delivering mail so you can make an alimony payment to a woman that slept with everybody at the post office but me! And then when you get the toy, it breaks and you can't fix it because it's a little cheap plastic. You know what I like to do? I like to walk up in that office, grab one of those guys, and just chuck him, and chuck him until his eye pops out! Shouldn't wear fur. You know how he was talking about the toy cartels? Uh-huh. Do you think the toy cartels were like Jim Belushi and Big Show yeah. and all them? I think they were they were what's that called when they're like they're showing you something before it happens. They're alluding to it. And then later we get to meet the toy cartel who's dressed up like Santa. Because probably that Myron is a postal worker. He probably knows knows about the toy cartel or something. Uh-huh. Because all they're all crazy and they all chill together. So the store opens and everyone tramples the fuck out of the worker in there. And have you ever watched compilation YouTube videos of workers getting of Walmart workers getting trampled on Black Friday? You know, I have fucking sad. I haven't. Nope. Yeah. How do you think? Do you have to draw the smallest straw? Is that how you get to be the person that opens the door? Like you're um, like, bro, I don't know how I'm going to do this right now. The Walmart worker that is the most disposable. Oh, do you think it's the old greeters? Are they the ones who have to open the door? <laughs> whoever, whoever is like the least worthy. Whoever is like, new hire, they're like, bro. Unfortunately, we hired you for one night, and that was literally to open this door. <laughs> Good luck. It's it, it it's hilarious, but at the same time, it's fucking sad that they that there's some dude that's working like. The most like the most basic minimum wage uh-huh. at Walmart, and you're forced to you're forced to leave your family on Thanksgiving to work a, a night shift, and they put you in charge of opening up the door. And as soon as you open up the door, you die. A mob of people just trample you flat. Mm-hmm. 
I would, so, I'd be like, I'd be booking it. I'd like unturn that key and then fucking run. So like, let's just say this was before like COVID when like Black Friday was still like anarchy. Mm-hmm. So some somebody is making like I don't know, thirteen dollars an hour, and they have to go to the hospital because a mob <laughs> of morons <laughs> trampled over them yeah. so they could buy a TV. Yeah, humans. Yeah, it's just insane how uh, Christmas and Thanksgiving are supposed to be times when everyone is supposed to be happy that they're with their loved ones and, you know, showing appreciation and being nice to their fellow man. But then they turn into primal raging animals when they go into a store. Hey, man, family's important. But 72-inch TV screens only come once in a lifetime. (laughs) Got to get that TV. Apparently, it's only on Black Friday. The thing about Black Friday is, right? It's a good movie. Let's just say something is $119.99, okay? Okay. All right. So, someone looks at that, and they're like, nah, fuck that. I ain't paying that, right? Okay. So, then Black Friday comes along. They take that very same item, right? And they say it's $129.99 before Black Friday sale. After Black Friday sale, $119.99. That very same person is like, I'm getting that. Yeah. Well, did you see Target this year? Somebody on um, TikTok or some shit went around Target and they would pull the signs back from Black Friday and the signs were the same price. So it'd be like Black Friday sale, $20. And then you would pull it back and the regular tag was like $20. Oh, excuse me. Yes? I'm trying to find a gentleman doll. Me too, me too. Do you have any more in the back? What? What These these guys are looking for a turbo man? A gentleman (laughs) dog, yes. (laughs) So Howard asked some people in the store, oh, where are the turbo mans? And they just blatantly start laughing in his face. (laughs) Now, that is disrespectful. And everybody starts just turning around, (laughs) laughing in his face. And the one dude is... The one dude is um who is he? Uh Chris, Chris Parnell. Chris Parnell, that's right. Yep. Yeah, he's one of the employees. Yeah, and the other guy was like someone I've never seen before. He kind of reminded me of uh Pee-wee or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's and like one he's of those like, guys. I think he was in a lot of movies back in the 90s, but he was always like random guy number one. What the the guy that's not Chris Parnell? Yeah, the non-Chris Parnell dude. And he grips up both those guys, and he basically sh- he shakes them down to find out where the Turbo Man doll is. Yeah, and they straight up sell out some. <laughs> it's the same woman that was getting strangled by Sinbad. <laughs> yeah, it was the very same woman. <laughs> so, so, so uh, not I even think about that. Not only did she get attacked by Sinbad, being literally strangled outside the store. She fucking, after she picks up 
the doll, she drives away and looks in a rear view mirror, and there's this big Austrian guy just chasing down her car. Now, wait, in, in my boy's defense, if she had that on layaway, why was she there to fight the crowds? Why didn't she just wait until, you know, the crowds died down and then go and get it? Honestly, I don't even know what layaway is. I've heard of it. I just don't know what it exactly is. Uh, layaway was a policy back in the day where a store would put stuff on hold for you and you would make like incremental payments until you paid it off. So like if I wanted Nintendo, my parents could put it on hold and then make like $20 payments for 10, 10 weeks until it became ours. And when you fully pay it off, then they give it to you? Is that Yeah, then you is? go to the store and you can buy it. And then it's your, like, they're like, here you go. We held it for you. Uh, they don't do that I, yeah, they don't do that. Now you just take out a credit card and you can just yep. make payments that way, which yep. is probably more for suckers because then you ha- you're expected to pay it off every month. And if you don't, then you have to pay them back with interest. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right. So anyway, all right. Where were we? So, uh, um, yeah, getting chased down by Arnold before that, there's some slapstick action between him and Sinbad. You know, they beat each other up, even though Sinbad acts friendly with them at first. There's some slapstick, there's an RC race car thing <laughs> where, where he trips Sinbad. And I feel like that kid that was driving that RC car, uh huh, he was in a lot of stuff in the 90s, he was always an extra in a he lot was. of stuff. He was. He was always like random kid number one. That's. I think that's what he was in this, like RC car kid number one or something. <laughs> RC car kid. There's a montage scene with Cherry Poppin' Daddies. Oh, is that who that is? I think that was Cherry Poppin' Daddies. What was it like? Jingle Bell Rock. Uh huh. Was yeah, it? Was that. it Jingle? Was it Jingle Bell Rock? I forget. Maybe sounds right. Jingle Bell, Jingle Bell, Jingle Bell Rock. Yeah. Yep, I hate Jingle Bell Rock. You just did a really good rendition of it. No, no, I'm. T- I take that back. I'm sorry. I don't hate Jingle Bell Rock. I hate the Cherry Poppin' Daddies. <laughs> well, probably because you say they're the Cherry Poppin' Daddies. It's all the way you pronounce it. Cherry Poppin' Daddy sounds way cooler. <laughs> well, why? Because, am I saying it like more literally? Like they're popping someone's cherry? <laughs> oh, I don't know. They're not good. They they were weren't they big in like the big band era that came back in like the nineties? I know that they played Woodstock '99. Wow, did they really? Yep, that's an accomplishment. I always think of the big bad voodoo daddies. Oh right, there were two. Yeah. There were you two bands that were like that. Yeah. Oh, I'm pretty sure this was Cherry Pop and Daddies. Uh, All right. They both sounded the same, and they are both. And they're both daddies. <laughs> Neither of them are all that great. What what do you call that? Like swing music? Yep. That's what it was, swing. I called it big band, but you're right, it's swing music. Yeah, swing or rockabilly, maybe? Or no, no, that's different. Okay. That's more punky. This is more sooty. Yeah. <laughs> and it's not good. Yeah, and it's not good. Rockabilly is fun. It is. It is. All right, now we got the the cookie scene. <laughs> oh, why are you eating my cookies? Put down my cookies. <laughs> no, Ted is probably at his creepiest just in here. Like, 
when he like throws on an apron and he's like, Liz, you're working hard. Why don't you go upstairs and take a warm shower and I'll take over for you? Yeah, he was he wanted her he wanted her to get in that shower. Why did he want her he wanted her to take that's very specific. Like well, uh, he's why trying you to be nice. He's trying to be the guy that everybody wants while your husband's being a douchebag. Nah. Ted is insane. I just love how he talks. Um, I'm a I'm concerned about how like for somebody who they don't like the the ease at which he walks into their house. How he yells at Jamie and his kid in the living room. Uh-huh. Pipe down in there. It's not even his house. And he answers the phone in somebody else's house. Like oh, oh yeah. And he picks it up. He picks it up so freely. He's like, Langston residence. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, bro, bro, get out of here. <laughs> no, yeah. He's like, oh, you, you saw Howard's surprise when um uh, when he picked up the phone. He was like, Ted? <laughs> Hi, I Ted. Howard, hey buddy, how's it going out there? Everything okay? And he's and like how he's like he's not listening to anything Howard is saying because he just answers everything with mmm these cookies. He's like basically basically <laughs> orgasming. Yo, you don't know how good them cookies are. Arnold gets real pissed about those cookies disappearing, so that shit might be real good. According to Howard, they're his cookies. <laughs> They're no one else's cookies. Liz is making them just for him. Oh, Howard, excuse me, but your wife's cookies are out of this world. What a... Who told you you can eat my cookies? Well, I feel like there's been enough sexual innuendos about Ted. I'm not going to make that one. No, no, well, well, Ted does... This is a sexual innuendo. (laughs) Ted says to Howard, your wife's cookies are out of this world. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Put the cookie down. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man. Arnold comedic comedic genius. I take back my previous statement. Ted, I need to speak to my wife. So could you get her on the phone, please? I think she's in the shower, Howard. Do you want me to go check? No! I mean, no, that's fine. On your way out. Just tell her it would be a few minutes late, but you shouldn't worry. Oh, she won't worry. I mean, I'm here and... Mm. Oh, these cookies! I gotta get the recipe from Les. Put that cookie down! Now! Well, th- this this humor is very, like, similar to, like, kindergarten cop humor. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. yeah. How he reacts to things. That's, that's again, very one note, but it works. And, and also, Ted says she's in the shower. Do you want me to go up and check? Yeah. He doesn't even know he's being a creep. Um, I feel like he does. I'm very well aware that he's a creep. You think he knows? I think he knows. I think he's okay with it. Well, we didn't talk about how he gave her, how he forced a hug on her. Oh, yeah. Did you see the look on his face when he hugged her? Uh-huh. Yeah, again, <laughs> that's creepy All right. really well. Yeah, yeah he, know, he knows he's a creep. He... Nope. Yep, 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 he does. <laughs> That's probably the best scene in the whole movie. (laughs) Huh. 
That's what everyone thinks of when they think of Jingle All the Way is put the cookie down. Do they? Because I think Turbo Time. No. What, the parade? No, just, just Turbo Man in general. So he runs into Byron again after he gets off the phone. And um, he wants to form a partnership or a truce so they can both look for the doll together. Howard declines. Myron accuses Howard of being racist because he says no. But before they could get into that, some random dude just runs and says that there's a turbo man at the at the mall. And who does that first off? People who this before the internet, man. That's how word spread. Um, knowing that the doll <laughs> is a number one seller and they're rare to find on Christmas Eve. You you don't want to be telling other people where it is. You want to keep that information to yourself. You feel like that guy would walk by real nonchalantly, like, "Oh, hey guys, I'll don't see say you anything." Like, don't yeah, don't say anything. Like, just real quick, walk by in the background. And Howard uh, backs into the very same cops. <laughs> Broke bicycle. his little mirror. Uh, no, no, motorcycle. I said bicycle. Turned out this officer, his name is Officer Hummel. Oh, okay. It, and he thinks uh, the the side the side mirror is called the the li- my little mirror. His little mirror. You broke my little mirror. <laughs> I think oh, that I is love one that of the little best, underrated lines in the whole movie. You broke my little mirror. <laughs> yeah, this cop. He's something else, and <laughs> he's 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 got a hard on for Howard. This cop is just trying to live his life, bro. And Howard's out here trying to ruin his life. This guy's getting coffee for his boys. He's chilling on his way to the parade. And then in comes this big Austrian dude breaking his little mirror. Like, be sad too. <laughs> Super sad. It's like, you know, he woke up and he was like, I'm going to have a good day. I'm going to get some coffee. I'm going to go to the parade. He thinks Howard. Bombs, and his little mirror breaks. Like, terrible. I, he really thinks that Howard is just a degenerate. <laughs> he does. He fucking hates Howard. Until he sees that he's Turbo Man, and then he, like, forgives him for everything. So now we get the Mall of America scene. And I gotta say that this guy is a dick, too. The guy that is on the microphone. <laughs> Yo, we were talking about how illegal that whole thing is. What the little like lottery thing that they had going on? No, the and the price just doubled. What you're a fucking mall, like you're a store manager at the mall, dude. Like, shut up. Like, you don't have the right or the ability to do that. Well, you could tell that this guy thought he had so much power because he was a manager at a toy store <laughs> at, at a the KB mall. toy store. <laughs> Like how he's yelling at the crowd to be quiet. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, what are you, a teacher? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to tell you again to be quiet. You want the Turbo Man dolls? Answer your first question. Yes. The rumors are true. We have received a small quantity of the action figure known as Turbo Man. Yes! I am not going to ask you people to be quiet again. Do you hear me? Now here's how things are going to work. You will form an orderly line so that an employee can hand you a numbered ball. These balls will then be drawn in a standard lottery fashion to see who gets a dollar. If you're not one of the lucky few, 
we have plenty of Turbo Man's fateful Pet Tiger Booster in stock. We don't want it! We don't want it! And by the way, in accordance with the laws of supply and demand, the new list price on each figure just doubled. What? That's a wall, buddy! Oh, man. Yeah, that guy's a douchebag. But also, this whole movie yeah. could have ended if Howard just put that fucking bouncy ball in his pocket. Yeah, but the ball didn't. The ball didn't mean that they were necessarily getting one. I don't think. No, I it thought the, that they were in in the running to get one. So, like, if I think there were like fifty balls, but they only had like thirty fucking turbo men. Okay. So, like, it so, just meant that the other ones got to go home. The other people. Yeah. All right. Got yeah. But it just turns into an all-out war where. Uh, people are piling on Arnie, and <laughs> he's he's doing his Arnie growl. So he's like, ah, 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 ah not the Turbo Man. <laughs> Some woman's biting his hand. <laughs> um, Myron maces him straight up, maces him point blank in the eyes. But he's okay. Like three seconds later, did not you have know. an effect on him whatsoever. Maybe for like a second, maybe for a second, it's staying. <laughs> and then Myron gets the ball, and then Howard says, He's got to, and they all beat the shit out of him. As Myron is laying on the floor <laughs> screaming, Rodney King. <laughs> Another joke I didn't get as a kid. Yup. Yup. As an adult, you're like, eh, I get it. I get it now. So the ball bounces down a bunch of stairs and a little girl gets a hold of it. I thought that was a little boy. No, that was a little girl with short hair. That's unfortunate. All right. (laughs) As he's going down the the elevator, he is staring at her like he's planning on abducting her. (laughs) He is. He mean mugging the shit out of that child. Then he slides down the slide to the ball pick and he's like, Ah! Give me the like he's, ball. he's legit scared as he's going down the slide. Uh. <laughs> and then he grabs her mouth like, you don't do that. <laughs> I know, like, he could have walked in like, hey, excuse me, I think you got the ball that I dropped. Like, no, or he's just, straight up like, grabs this kid. He could have said to the little girl, Where's your mother? What does she do? <laughs> Where's your mother? What does she do? But he grabs her. She well, she puts it in her mouth, and he just and as he's grabbing her mouth, squeezing her mouth, he's like, "Oh, I got it." Does that mean that he's digging in her mouth? <laughs> I got it. Does. <laughs> And all the moms rightfully beat the shit out of him and accuse him of being a pervert. When I was a little little kid, I didn't even know what a pervert was. I I think my parents should have told me what a pervert was (laughs) so I could be on my toes, you know? Your parents didn't want to to scare you. They were like, Alex doesn't need to know these people exist in the world. I'm not a pervert. pervert. That's that's sort of like, it's not a tumor. <laughs> I need the ball. I need the ball. <laughs> I feel like even had he been like, listen, I'm not a pervert. She has my ball. That ball is literally the only way I can get a turbo man for my kid. I 
feel like the moms would be like, oh, yeah, man, rightfully so. Here's your ball back. Either that or they would think he's trying to say that his balls are in her mouth. Um, <laughs> okay. Maybe. The accent might be misleading in that case. Yes. Uh, there's a lot of reasons. But, but he could have – he should have got the mom first. He should have got the mom first. His, his mistake was grabbing this, this child. There's a lot of things he should have did first. Like, <laughs> let's just be honest here. He is – I got it. Really- yeah, he's not really on his best game right now. He's that desperate to yeah. appease his asshole. Beat up children, like it doesn't matter. <laughs> and there's a there's a good line about that in the, in uh, this next scene. So now Jim Belushi is introduced as a mall Santa along with his elf played by Danny Woodburn, Mickey from Seinfeld. Isn't he also the? Oh no, he's not. Never mind. What? Isn't he also ask? the elf in Bad Santa? No, that's um, I forget his name. Um, he was that was uh, the guy that was in Friday as a midget too. Oh or yes, or, a little um, person. Yeah, he was also with me, myself, and Irene, and he was in a bunch of stuff. Okay. But, the only thing I really recognize um, Woodburn is Seinfeld as Mickey, basically Kramer's friend. Hmm. I might be able to recognize them. I think he had a career, too, in the 90s as always playing, no pun intended, but always playing a little person. Yep. Also, in in Seinfeld, there was an episode where Kramer was a mall Santa and <laughs> and Mickey was Kramer's elf. Oh, you know what? I don't want to be mean, but I feel like elves are uh, it's the real easy go-to for people of shortened height. Yeah. Yep. Like you're very easily typecast as a elf. Yes, yeah, it's, it's sad, you know. But yes, there's not many roles out there. Elves or gnomes or, you know, a midget could. Or I'm sorry, I keep on saying midget. I don't know what the political correct term for it is now. Dwarf, little, out, little person. Okay, basing it off of Little People, Big World. I assume Little People is okay. All right, so a little person is guaranteed at least two months of work. At yeah. least, you know. For uh, being an elf, but at the at the warehouse where the toy cartel is, we also see little Santas. We do. They're they're very inclusive at the toy cartel place. They oh, are employing yeah. everybody. Everybody. They got big people. They got little people. Yeah, old people, young people. Like maybe the toy cartel is actually the good guy in this movie. Well. It's a possibility. <laughs> it, it, it seems that they have good intentions, maybe yes. possibly. possibly. I don't know. They want money. Um, I like it when Jim Belushi says to Arnold, "You want a Turbo Man for Christmas?" And Arnold is like, "Forget it. I'm not sitting on your lap." <laughs> <laughs> and then another joke I didn't understand as a kid was Jim Belushi saying. That's not my bag. Get it? You get it, right? Yeah, because Santa has a bag. No. Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> Wait, no. Explain it to me. Sh- serious? Santa has a bag. It's not Santa's bag, right? No. What he's trying to say is, like, I'm not into that, like, a guy sitting on his lap. Oh. Like, okay. I, I where I was going with that, but then I thought the pun was because it's Santa's bag, and that's not his bag. 
No, he was saying that's not my bag. Like saying like, no, I I don't I don't float that way. You know. Oh, okay. All right, deal. Apparently, I still didn't get it as a grown adult. Okay, moving on. <laughs> I was like, no, man, it's not saying what he's tr- what he's trying he's- to say is he doesn't want a grown man sitting on his lap. He-, <laughs> he doesn't want he doesn't want to bang Arnold. I feel like that's a missed opportunity. Exactly. That, it, all right. Yeah. Yeah, that, what he's trying to say is he's into women, not men. Ah, oh, shit. Thanks for explaining that to me. <laughs> All right, I get it now. I get it now. So he tells Arnold that they got a Turbo Man, but not not on them because Santa never gives out a present in broad daylight, but mm-hmm. he, he knows a place where they could get one. And Howard is pretty desperate, and he agrees to go with them. So they go to a this top secret warehouse out on like the lakeside somewhere in downtown. And the password for this warehouse is jingle bells. Batman smells. It's a very adult. It's a very adult uh, cartel here. Yes. <laughs> the warehouse is full of Santa's and elves and Mrs. Clauses. And a lot of these Mrs. Clauses are pretty old too. They are. And this is a great line when, Arnold says, something tells me that this isn't kosher. And Jim Belushi comes back with, kosher? This coming from a guy that assaulted a toddler for a Super Bowl? <laughs> that was a good line. I did appreciate it. I was like, all right, Jim Belushi's on it right now. <laughs> That's why we're saying maybe maybe these are the most reasonable people in the whole movie. That's what I'm saying. At least logistically, At le- logically. At least Jim Belushi knows right from wrong. I don't think Howard knows right from wrong. No, Howard is going to beat up a child. Like, that's been well established by now. He will so, assault a child, a small child. I also loved his whole thing about, his whole tangent about, on a part of the quote was, for every little boy who opened up their his presence and got clothes instead oh, yeah. of toys. Bricks. I felt that. I felt that. When I, I was a little it. kid. Yeah, somebody buys you clothes, you're like, bro, that was a missed opportunity right there. Yeah, I never liked never liked toys. I mean, no, what? what? I never liked getting clothes as a kid. No oh, one okay. did. I was like, you like getting clothes, Alex? I don't know if we can be friends anymore. I don't like getting clothes now. Really? I love getting clothes now. Now it when is, I get- I'm like, yeah, I needed a new sweater. I usually ask for flannel button-down shirts for... Christmas sometimes okay. uh sometimes shoes see clothes stuff that, stuff that I find too expensive to buy on my own mm, I like that for, yeah like I'm not buying that for me you can buy it for me yeah so I, I think that's all I'm gonna get from my mom is like some uh button down shirts that's it all right I mean not a bad gift yeah I guess yeah. it's whatever it's no you're I, I you're like I like wearing head of your mom right now I like wearing a brand new button down shirt yeah, it feels Chris, feels Chris good. Flannel. Yeah, little crispy boy. A lot of them don't fit me anymore, mm. but I feel that too. I feel that too. So they hand Howard the toy, three hundred dollars. Yep. In in cash, not in candy kisses or Hershey <laughs> kisses. Yeah, he's very clear. He does not want candy kisses. <laughs> Turns out it's a it's a Turbo Man that only speaks Spanish. Yeah, bilingual. All right. So 
if this if you were in Howard's situation, right? But yes. you're not Howard, you're not assaulting toddlers and anything like that. But you go to this shady place and they give you this Turbo Man doll. Yeah. It speaks Spanish, but it doesn't break. Would you buy it? No. Just because it's three hundred dollars? Yeah, or because Spanish and my kid's gonna know I screwed up. And then why did I pay three hundred dollars? My kid gonna be mad at me. Hi. Okay. All right, fair. That's fair. Okay. Like what I feel like hey bro, for forty bucks maybe, but for three hundred, my draw better speak English. Okay, so if it was like forty dollars regular price, you would buy it? Yeah, sure. Spanish. It would teach MJ Spanish. Yeah. Yes, well, he did say it's educational. It is, but then it broke and its head fell off. Yeah, I already, so it wasn't even put together, right? No, I think they put pieces in there. Like, I think it was broken, which is how they got it. But then it also spoke Spanish. Don't open that up. No, no, no. Es el tiempo del hombre de turbo. Oh, well, that's the uh, multilingual version. It's fun and educational. You, I went... Uh, well, of course, there's uh, some assembly required. Let me get that for you. No. Just put it back in a box and just go Forget out of here. Here, give me the money back. Ah, 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 ah. Whoa! All sales are final. Well, that well, that's where he goes into the whole con man thing, and that gets all the the Santas all riled up. Uh huh. Now it's, you know the it's when you call the con men con men that they get pissed oh. off at you. I want to know how did he knock Jim Belushi out just by pulling back on his fake beard and whipping it back at his oh, face? Oh, because Arnold is strong. <laughs> he flipped over like three times and hit a pole. That's Arnold how is strong, bro. You can't under underestimate <sighs> underestimate him. Yeah, they they don't even talk about how he's strong or he's from Austria in this no, movie. Which is which I'm not gonna lie, like I'm I appreciate that... Kindergarten Cop for addressing that. Because, like, anytime I watch that movie, I'm like, no one's going to be like, hey, he's the big, strong, foreign dude. Like, also, in almost every Arnold movie, they don't make fun of the way he talks. No. But in that, did you watch that Fubar show on Netflix? No, I didn't. I heard about it, but I didn't watch it. They, 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 there were, there was sometimes when they would like mock, mock his accent on the show, and that was. Funny. I mean, I feel like that's only real, right? Like, if you met Arnold, I feel like Jim Belushi would be making fun of his accent. And I wish they did. That's a missed opportunity. It's a real missed opportunity, right there. There's a huge brawl at the warehouse. Everyone's trying to get a piece of Howard. Meets up with big. Well, there's first there's a karate Santa that's doing a lot of. Yeah. Wah, wah, wah. They're all inclusive Santas here. Like that race does not matter, background does not matter, specialty does not matter. Like this guy looked like a regular Santa, but he knew kung fu. Well, yes, obviously, <laughs> I think the real Santa knows kung fu. But why are they all dressed as Santas while they're working anyway? That's what I wanted. I always thought it was because they're illegal. Like, like this is obviously an illegal um, operation, and nobody wants to be able to be identified, not even by other members, in said illegal operation. Are they selling stolen toys? Is that yeah. what it is? Yeah, they're a okay. toy cartel. 
All right, they're selling stolen toys. That makes more selling sense. Selling stolen or broken toys or selling shitty toys at like uh, or, misadvertising, if you will. Or like bootleg toys, maybe, yeah. possibly. Bootleg, yep, bootleg toys is a good way to put it. Okay, so they're, boot, they're bootleg merchants. Yep, bootleg KB toy store salesmen. So I love the brawl between Arnold and the Big Show. When I was a kid, I knew who that was, the giant. From Did WCW. You really? Yeah, the giant from WCW. I don't think I knew it was him until years later when I was like, oh, without the mask, it is clearly the big show. Uh, no, I recognized him. He was huge at that time. He was, well, yeah, he no was in a lot of stuff. An actor, he always, talk about stereotyping, he always played big, strong guy. He was doing a lot of acting mm-hmm. before it was like popular for wrestlers to act. Yeah, I agree. He always, like again, the, though, he always played the big, strong muscle guy. Yeah, he, well, he was Captain Insano and the Water Boy. Yup. And he, uh, well, he have you ever seen him in, there's like a WWE movie he plays in. Um, it ca- came oh, out at the same time as like that movie where Triple H played the uh, chaperone. It's called The Chaperone. Yeah, well, Triple H was in the chaperone. What was the the Big Show one? Uh, I can it? see the cover, but I can't see the like. I can't remember the name of the movie itself. What was, was it? The Pacifier? Was that what it was? Maybe it was the Pacifier. It was him and like a bunch of other people, and he played like this guy that couldn't. He meant well, but he couldn't do things correctly. Like he was always like too nice. Uh, I I don't know. I remember the Big Show show on Netflix. I forgot all about that show. I forgot it, all about the Big Show show. It was just like a family sitcom with a laugh track. <laughs> oh, and I think that's what they were going for, too. Yeah, it was. It was really stupid. No wonder it only lasted one season. Yeah, but, I like uh, the Big Show, but I don't think he's charis- charismatic enough to run his own show. I, I like the Big Show. I think he seems like a really nice guy. Me and Melissa were talking about that yesterday. If we think he'd be a nice guy in person, then I said, no, "I think he would be." No, he would be. I I heard he's a really, really decent human. So that's what I've heard too, which is kind of cool. I buy him more as a face than a heel. Hundred percent. He just seems too nice to be a heel. Like I mean, he's he's scary as a heel, but yeah, he's scary as a baby just, face. Just My because he's cute. big. Yeah, like exactly. What, when um, Big Boss Man towed away his father's coffin, and uh-huh. he's uh, and he's laying on it, and then he's crying, I bought that. I bought that. Did you really? I, I forgot sympath- all about that. I was watching something, and they did that recap, and I forgot they went with that storyline. Yeah, I sympathize with Big Show on that. Yeah, he's a nice guy. I'd hang Paul out. White. Paul That's White. Paul White. Yep. yep. All right. Anyway, so. Somehow Arnold beats up the Big Show. Wait, it was because uh, Mini Me was a—he accidentally punched Mini Me, right? And with him saying, "Oh, poor little buddy," I thought that was hilarious too because I yeah. could see Big Show like treating him like he's like his little pal, right? He's like, "I'll look out for you, little guy. <laughs> I got you." <sighs> so Woodburn, the elf, he tases Howard, and then the cops show up. And he refers to the cops as the Grinch, which is a great way for them to call them cops. I appreciated that. How it was like, (laughs) oh man, the Grinch was here, which was clearly code term for cops. It's the Grinch! Scatter! 
I rewound that like three times. It's the Grinch! Scatter! Really? Why'd you rewind it three times? Because it was funny. Oh, okay. I appreciate that. All right, so do you think the first major crime that Howard commits in this movie is committing a felony by impersonating a police officer? I do. I do think that's the first major crime. I mean, he automatically, like, he start, he opens the movie by committing a crime. Um, but this is the first felonious crime. He does it with such a straight face. Something tells me that he's done stuff like this before. So that's where I'm at, right? Like, this is not the first time my boy has has impersonated a cop. And like, like we were... The... Yeah. Sorry, go on. What were you saying? No, no. Like, it was, like you said, it's just, he does it too well. Well, like what we were discussing earlier, the Minneapolis police, they are really bad police officers. Arnold showed a police chief a plastic toy police badge, and this guy just fully believes it. And he's, like, scared of Arnold when he's he's like, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Well, it's because Arnold says he's, like, a higher rank, right? And this guy, like, believed him without even checking his credentials or anything. Yeah, yeah. He and said didn't he was bother the... to look next to him to be like, oh, well, he obviously just fell into the bin of fake police badges. Um, yeah, he said he was undercover. Yeah. And, he, and he's been on the case for a long time. But he, he, wasn't, he wasn't dressed as a Santa, though. No, he was undercover. <laughs> I don't know. I agree. Like that cop should have been like, hold up, let me see that badge again, bro. Like, well, in this world, you could get away with crime very easily. Yeah. The cops in this world don't really care unless you get the one guy, that one cop on the force who cares, who Arnold literally runs into like five times everywhere. I'm surprised he's not here, to be honest. Uh, he's too busy getting ready for the parade. We talked about that already. He's too busy buying his employees' coffee. That's something. He's a good guy. I feel like from another angle, that guy's the real hero of this that, movie. He's just out here he, living, living his best he life. See, he seems like a nice guy, but he's a hard ass. He is. <laughs> he operates by the book. He's very sarcastic. Yeah. Uh, so Howard's car breaks down, and he makes a phone call to, well, first, uh, um, Ted's son is showing off his pet reindeer, and he says that he named the reindeer Ted, after his dad. dad and jamie's like wow your dad is so cool i wish my dad did stuff like this and he said well it wasn't always this way my parents got divorced and now he acts that way hey maybe your parents should get divorced it worked wonders for my dad all right i i want to <laughs> like that kid i feel like he's just a naive kid i think he is too he's like a real he's life a like his character. Dad. no he's just like naive yeah He's just thinking divorce is the greatest thing ever. Well, also, Ted probably talks to him like his wife is like a horrible person mm, or his ex. -wife. He's like pretty much saying like your mom is a terrible person. That Ever notice that Ted more than likely cheated on her and she divorced him. But some reason he has full custody. <laughs> I was just about to say that. Like, do you know Unless how he's there? For dad's or maybe he, maybe maybe he's there for Christmas time. I don't. I can see him also being that dick that demands that he has custody of his son mm -hmm. on Christmas time. So his ex-wife just sits in the house without her kid. Yeah, because Ted's a douchebag. 
So Howard calls up and Jamie picks up the phone and um, he says that mom is next door petting Ted. <laughs> She's what? She's what? <laughs> and Howard says, uh, well, give me your mother, please. But he's like, oh, dad, you got to be at the parade. Turbo Man's going to be at the parade. You can't miss Turbo Man. And you didn't make it last year or the year before that or the year before that. You've never been to a parade with me. Then he's like, I'll be there. I promise. And then Jamie's like, well, as Turbo Man says, you want to keep your promises if you want to keep your friends. And that's when Arnold is like, shut the fuck up about <laughs> Turbo Man. Are Give you me talking about this Turbo Man? Do you have anything to talk about other than Turbo Man? <laughs> and, and Jamie gets very butthurt about this. He does. He does. Jamie is a child. I feel the need to keep reminding that Jamie is a child in this. No, he is a child. I'll give you that. <laughs> he is indeed a child, according to the but age. Howard never keeps his promises. I he guess Howard is, Howard is a shitty dad. but Yo, Howard is kind of a shitty dad, though. Like, on the real. Because how he went off on his kid. Enough about Topo, man. Oh, yeah, about this Turbo Man. Turbo Man, Turbo Man. <laughs> so he's at the diner. He's drinking some Irish coffee with Myron. As Myron goes on a, a sad story about how he wanted a toy called uh, Johnny 7 OMA, which was One Man Army, which apparently was a real toy back in the day. But Myron said yeah, he really was counting on him getting this toy, but it, it never happened. And Basically saying, and look how I turned out. I'm mm -hmm. just, I'm just, uh, just a postman. Yeah, just a miserable postman. And his next door neighbor, he got one of those, and he turned into a billionaire. So, is, does he think that the reason he became a billionaire was because he got this toy? And the yes. reason, and he's just a uh, he. He sees himself as a failure and a piece of shit because. He never got the Johnny 7 OMA. Uh-huh. That's exactly it. Yep. And Howard envisions that Jamie will become a drunken postal man as well because of the possibility that he didn't get a Turbo Man doll. Uh-huh. You do know that a mailman is a very good job, right? <laughs> yeah. I feel like postmen were uh, targeted in the 90s. <laughs> it seems that way because it is a great job. It's a government job. You get paid well. You get I'm benefits. Sure the benefits are great. Yeah, benefits. All the good so, things. I, I don't know. Well, apparently in the 90s and, and earlier, they were like the dregs of society. And they were those assholes that deliver my mail. Here's to you, Dad. The radio says if you name all seven reindeer, you could win a Turbo Man doll. Now, do you know the seven reindeer on the top of your head? Uh, I do because I watched this movie last night. What is it? Uh, Comet, Cupid, Donner, Blitzen, Prancer, Vixen. Vixen. I think you're missing two. I'm missing one. I'm missing Rudolph and I'm missing the other one. Rudolph, Rudolph isn't in it. Comet, Cupid, Donner, Blitzen, 
something prancer vixen dasher dancer prancer vixen comet cupid donner blitzen yep so they're beating up each other they basically destroy the phone booth and uh the employee at the diner tells them to take their shit to the radio station down the street yeah he does and that's like, radio that's, station's right up on Wabasha. That well, that's when uh, Sinbad just starts throwing packages all over the fucking street. <laughs> oh man, Sinbad all over the street, committing felonies left and right. He does. He's like, "Fuck your mail. I'm done." Howard is just insane. Did you see how we kicked open that guy's door? It did. Yeah, he did. And that poor guy gave him free coffee. Like hooked him up. The guy that worked at the diner? Yeah. I like to think he's the guy that owned the diner. Yeah. Well, he probably saw that with those guys going absolutely insane, beating the shit out of each other in a diner, that it's not worth the – it's really not worth getting them to pay him 50 cents for a mm-hmm. cup of coffee. Well, well he was like, he, here, guys, this will warm you up. Yeah. Seems like a really nice guy. And how he sympathized with Sinbad when – when Sinbad said that he never got the Johnny Seven, you mm-hmm. it shows the guy again. He's just shaking his head, looking all sad. He was like, "I also didn't get the Johnny Seven. I think that's what it was trying to say. Like he didn't get it either. Yeah, he was like, "I get you, bro. I get you." So Same. he Same. he kicks open the door and he immediately hugs the DJ. KQRS, you're on the air. <laughs> Uh, Randy, Jermaine, uh, Tito. Uh, nope, not even close. Sorry, uh, you know what? Maybe this will put us all in the mood for the this thing right. Let me in. Let me in. I got the answer. Come on. I got the answer. Yes, I got the answer. Open up. Open up. Yeah, I got a madman in my studio and, uh... Help me! Saying that I won. I won. And the I guy's like, no, no, no. Phone, so I ran here. <laughs> he didn't he, and he didn't even tell him the reindeer did he he did he, just, he ran in yelling them howard tells sinbad that he won then sinbad pulls out a, a package making a bomb threat so there's a nice little felony on sinbad there's second felony and he calls the dj mr mr ponytail man and then the dj says oh he doesn't have the action figure at the station, they have gift certificates. Mm-hmm. Okay. So Arnold is about to beat the shit out of this guy, but he takes a gift certificate anyway. And then the cops show up. So Arnold runs, but he's detained by that cop that he keeps on running into. And Sinbad, Myron, gets stuck up by a bunch of cops in the lobby. And then what does Myron do again? Pulls he out pulls another bomb. out another packet. Well, the first one wasn't really a bomb. No, he was trying to call their bluff. Yeah. Well, the first one he said, uh, "Oh, uh, I kept a bomb just in case I needed one." Well, like, why would he need a bomb? For Always for no. Yeah, just in case he need to buy a toy. So he pulls out another one, and Howard flees from the cops. Another crime he committed. Yep. And- impersonated a cop now he's running from the cops so yeah he's in deep shit in real world so he runs but officer hummel he starts sniffing the bomb because he said he was on the bomb squad i know yeah. dogs could sniff bombs but, can yeah, but it's, 
This guy is so well-versed that he can sniff bombs too. Gentlemen, you've been duped. <sighs> this is nothing but a harmless Christmas package. That was really a bomb? Just a sick world we're living in, sick people. <laughs> he opens it up and boom. Real bomb. Yeah, a real bomb, but when you go back to when it shows him again, there's not body parts all over the place. All the cops are still alive. He's the only one that just happens to be covered in ashes. Uh -huh. Just ashes. He, he cartoon cops it. Yes, it's yeah, that's what I was gonna say. It's a very cartoon bomb. Yeah. Again, very Disney-esque. It was really a bomb? Wow, what a sick world for all sick people. People are messed up. I think he's the sick one. Uh, I feel like he was thinking he was he was calling their bluff. So the, he go Howard goes back to the diner and he finds that his car's been stripped. So he gets a ride back home with a tow truck, and then he sees Ted putting up his Christmas star on his Christmas tree. Nobody puts up the star but him. I appreciate that, though. That's the rule, man. That's the rule right there. That son of a... Your star wasn't up. It's Christmas Eve. You've got to have your star up. I'm out all day. And he's in my house. Putting up my star on my tree. Why is he waiting until Christmas Eve to do it? That's what I want to know. My um, star because on my tree. He's obviously behind. He's not catching up on things like he should be. Have you ever seen the ninth day or whatever it was called, where the, the one where he got cloned? No. Mm -mm. It, and he gets cloned, and the guy like basically replaced him. And <laughs> the guy was pretending to be the real Arnold, and he's like spending time with his family and stuff, and it was his birthday. And in the trailer. I never saw the movie, but I remember the trailer. He's looking inside his house, and he sees his clone in there eating his birthday cake. And he's like, <laughs> he's, in, he's in my house eating my birthday cake. I've never seen this movie. Yeah, that's what it reminded me of. In my house, putting up my star on my tree. So he decides to get even with him. By going breaking into his house mm -hmm. and stealing steal, his kid, yeah, stealing Turbo Man from his kid <laughs> again, scumbag of a human. He breaks in by using a credit card in the door. So I know that he's done shit like this before. Uh huh. Yeah, I mean, again, just like with the cop earlier, we're I feel like we're led to believe that like Howard has done illegal shit before. Ted is still a dick though, because when yeah. when when Liz tells him that's uh, Howard's job and she said he's adamant about it, like he's like, oh, well, too bad he's not adamant about spending time with his family on Christmas Eve. It's like, <laughs> shut the fuck up, Ted, and mind your own business. Am I cursing too much around MJ? No, it's just fucking care. <laughs> All right, I'm just making sure. I appreciate it though. Thanks for the heads up. <laughs> hey, Melissa just complimented your. Uh... Phil Hartman impression. Really? Yeah. I, I think doing Phil Hartman impressions are more fun than doing Arnold, to be honest. <laughs> Phil Hartman, I feel like, is harder. 
So, like, do you remember how I was saying that Ted really loves Christmas? Well, they hear carolers, and he gets all excited. And he says, well, hey, Liz, carolers, let's go. And he puts his arm around her shoulder, and she shrugs him off. He really thinks that he's going to get it in with um, Liz. Listen, he's gotten it in with every other housewife in the neighborhood. Why would Liz be any different? So Howard is in the house, and he gets the, the present. It's wrapped up in Turbo Man wrapping paper, just to make it obvious that it's a Turbo Man in there. Well, you know, Would've they don't been... want Howard digging through all their gifts, so it... they do it really nice for him. He could have put something else in there as a diversion, though, <laughs> just in case that Howard will strike. I feel like he didn't think Howard would get that low to steal from <laughs> his kid. But Howard gets a change of heart. He's like, stealing from a kid? You're going back. <laughs> So after he's ring- already assaulted a child and like a bunch of other illegal things, stealing is, is just one step too far. You know, he's a he's a criminal with morals. He is. Gotta give him that. So Ted the reindeer chases Howard through the house. And there's a nativity set inside the house, and they're usually outside. Did you find that odd that I, I did? Nat- yeah. That was a very was large inside. nativity set to be inside. In the living room. Right yeah. by the fireplace. And maybe their fireplace didn't work. Maybe that's why they were using it like that. Balthasar's head gets knocked off and rolls into the fireplace. And Howard kicks the flaming head out of the window and scares the shit out of a bunch of carolers. They all flee like a bunch of peasants. Yeah, well, it's a flaming Balthazar head. What would you expect? Yeah. <laughs> They, they all ran, and they're still running. They're still running, those people. <laughs> to this day, they're just running, running through the United States. <laughs> they're far as gumping it. They're just going for it. So Howard gets busted. What I don't understand is this. He's going to steal from a little kid, but he had a gift certificate in his pocket. But the gift certificate isn't the toy. But it shows that the... You're going to get the toy, though. Yeah, but come on, Alex. If your mom got you the Terminator um, action figure gift certificate for Christmas, would you have been happy? Well, all it means is I can't play with it right away. As five-year-old Alex, would you have been happy with that? Okay. Well, so maybe he was playing on um, getting two so he could yeah. sell one to the toy cartel. He was. He knew he'd get his $300 back if he could sell them a real live Turbo Man. Yeah, he straight up jacked that gift certificate. <laughs> All right. So this was a very bizarre line that Ted says to Howard, which was, you can't bench press your way out of this one. <laughs> I feel like that's the first real recognition that your neighbor is Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. Like, oh, like, are you saying that he's a bodybuilder? Okay. Yeah. Like, it. it's very obvious he is stronger than most humans. But... If I was Howard, uh, I would have been like, a- after a line like that, I would have just been like, okay. <laughs> but I can bench press you. Like, and Ted agrees to take Liz and the kids to the parade. And out of frustration, Howard knocks out Ted the reindeer. Oh, yeah. But then he's nice and gives him beer later on. Yeah. he Animal cruelty. He knocks out the reindeer and then he gets it drunk. Uh, Melissa and I talked about that too. And we were saying like, yo, that's hella illegal. Talk about illegal shit that goes down in this movie. That's illegal. It's just one more illegal thing he does. Yeah. I mean, it's not felony level, but still. 
Also, we, I didn't really talk about how Howard has just anger problems. How he just walks up to a cardboard Turbo Man and just punches it in the face. <laughs> well, he's sick of all the Turbo Man. <laughs> so, all right. Anyway, so this parade, it's just like the Macy's. It's just like the Macy's Thanksgiving parade. But there, there are some cool things in the parade that I noticed. I mm-hmm. saw Ninja Turtle. I saw the Tick. Yo, I saw the Tick. I yeah. always call the Tick out whenever I see him. I'm like, oh, look, it's the Tick. I saw Ernie, but I didn't see Bert. I saw mm-hmm. Gumby. I saw Sonic the Hedgehog, Raggedy Ann, a Cabbage Patch Kid, and Corduroy. Do you remember Corduroy? Okay, so no, I don't remember fucking Corduroy. But Corduroy, MJ like just bear. got a Corduroy bear, and that was my first introduction to whatever the hell Corduroy is. So you so you didn't see the corduroy bear in the parade? If I did, I did not register it. Yeah, yeah, I remember corduroy really well. Really, I did not know what a corduroy was. I thought it was a pair of pants. Well, it's that too. That's what I thought. I was like, oh, corduroy <laughs> like pants? No, apparently it's a fucking bear. All right, so they drop off the the little kids at the parade. They meet up with like a friend or something, and this is when Ted gets super rapey. Uh, right okay, here. wait, real quick, can we just call this out? Why are you letting those kids wander a parade on their own? They are obviously not old enough to do that. Well, they, they were, apparently there was a friend like right there or something with uh, his parents. Uh-huh. Sure, sure it was. I told my parents that too all the time. Did we ever meet <laughs> said friend? No, we never met said friend. Did we ever well, see kids even say hey to somebody? Nope. They lied. Well, so you're saying that you've done it before, just like those kids have done it. And yeah, it was 100%. in the 90s. That's how it was in the 90s. Yeah, that is kids how it was in the 90s. Kids wandered off all the time in the 90s, and the parents wouldn't notice until three days later. <laughs> Sounds kind of personal there, Alex. Did you wander off for three days? Usually what I would do when I was like running away from home when I wanted to spite my parents back in the day, uh-huh. I would be gone for like an hour and a half. I would like go in the woods for like an hour and a half. And, like I ran away from home, and then I'd come back like on time for dinner. Do you think they knew you were coming back? Yeah, it's not like they called anybody. Like, oh, have you seen Alex? Oh, I'm go. I'm running away. I'm moving to the park. They're like, he's just out in the woods. He's out yeah. in the woods right now, hanging out. And then I would like scrounge up like the seventy five cents I have on the counter. I'm like, all right, this is the money I have to use. I'm going. I'm going to be on my own now. Yeah, like seventy five yeah. cents is really going to get me far. Did you have your little like uh, hobo bag on the stick? Don't even think I had that. I think I just put like the change in my pocket and I was like, all right, I'm out. Yeah, I'll get real far with this three quarters. I can barter my way through. All right. So this is where Ted gets real rapey in the movie. Yeah, gets real and rapey. I love all these quotes. These are my favorite quotes of the scene with, with Ted. Here, have some non-alcoholic eggnog. <laughs> Why is that rapey? That seems real straight up to me. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm just no. His his attitude is rapey. He is rapey, but he's just like really like desperate trying to get with Liz. I like mean, this. in my boy's defense, he's been obviously trying for a minute. So like, he you know this is his final mad attempt at it. You're like a loss of fright and fall. I could see it in your eyes. Don't Ted, worry. Ted's here for you. Ted's here. You deserve better, Lizzie. 
And she's like, Lizzie, we can't hide our feelings any longer. <laughs> and then this is this is my favorite. For me, it all started months ago at your Labor Day barbecue, remember? And you asked me how to marinate ahi tuna. And I said, all you need is Italian salad dressing. <laughs> well, again, great tool for the job. So Howard sees Ted creeping on Liz with the eggnog, the non-alcoholic eggnog, and he's about to kick his ass when he bumps into the cop again. The cop burns himself with coffee. So he's wanted for terrorism at this point, right? Well, you'd think that cop would arrest him because he has already fleed once. I'm and just he's already, it had two run-ins with him. Yeah, two run-ins, multiple. This guy is definitely like harassing a cop at this point. <laughs> and Howard flees the scene after the cop burns himself. Instead of like saying like, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't mean it. Well, then he's already. Then again, he's already wanted, right? Yeah, that's what I say. He's already wanted. He already knows. Like, if he stops at this point, we're done. So he runs away from the cop, and uh, Liz cracks the thermos over Ted's over Ted's head and runs out the car as fast as she could, like he was about to advance on her, almost right. Uh-huh. Well, I feel like again that was his rapey moment, right? He was about to give it up. He was like, "Dude, I'm gonna go for broke right now." And she just cracked it over his head. That was great. And Howard runs into a building where he's mistaken as the man playing as Turbo Man. So it reveals that the, the other man playing as Turbo Man, he's in a coma during the uh, the, the rehearsal. He shows the scene... movement, though, so it's okay. Oh, well, yeah, like a little bit of brain activity, right? Yeah, a little bit of brain activity. He's alive. That's a, that's a very good sign. And then... Uh, you hear Arnie, he's grunting as they're pu- forcing the suit on. Like, oh, oh. And uh, then we see Booger. Booger is playing as Booster. Booger is Booster. Curtis Armstrong is his, that is his name. I appreciate that you know his real name. I just call uh, him Booger. I looked him, I call him Booger too, but his real name is Curtis Armstrong. And he was in that, he was in a bunch of stuff, but he was also in Big Boog. Big, not Big Booger, Big Bully with uh, Rick Moranis. Have you ever seen that? I have not seen Big Bully with Rick Moranis. You'll have to watch it. Is that like Little Uh, Giants? Because I love that movie. It's about Tom Arnold growing up to be a a bully. Uh, Okay, that makes sense, yeah. Tom Arnold plays a really good bully. What did you think uh, of this line? It's a little racist and stereotypical when he said, I've been sweating like a dog in a Chinese restaurant. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So There's does that racist. mean? Uh, yeah, but it's the '90s. The '90s were the were the Wild West. That is true. There was no PR in the '90s. <laughs> you could say whatever you wanted to say. So um, he's being uh, paraded around as Turbo Man, and he's l- waving his hand, and he's loving it. And then he is told to give the doll away to one lucky kid in the crowd, Jamie. And- and Jamie doesn't even know that his dad is Turbo Man, but we'll go into that further. No, because you know what? Like, not gonna lie, how did you know that your dad was not the only Austrian man in Minnesota? He is the only Austrian man in Minnesota. That is true. Um, he's lifting up the DOS and yes, yes. The guy playing as Demandor gets attacked by someone off screen. 
Howard, of course, chooses Jamie because that's real fair. So, <laughs> Yo, seriously, uh, Jamie gets an unfair advantage. You know, there was some real kid in the crowd who was like, damn it, I thought that was my time. Yeah. <laughs> How does he know my name? He's face-to-face -face with Turbo Man. He still doesn't know that that's his father. Well, he asks, how did he know my name? He's like, well, Jamie, I'm your... F and then that's when Dementor strikes. I mean, Byron or Myron. He knocks out Booger because mm -hmm. no one likes Booster. No one likes Booster. Of, He's nice enough to of, remind him of that, too. Poor dude. A bunch of little kids beat the shit out of him. And there was a, there was a rumor that um, one of the kids called him a slur that means a gay person. Really? That's a rumor. Yeah, see, I don't, I've watched it a lot. I don't think I've ever heard that, but that doesn't yeah. mean it's not in there. I, I tried listening to it last night, but I couldn't hear it. Yeah, I bet you it is just a rumor. <laughs> but it like then again, it is the nineties. Mm -hmm. Just like Shazam, it's all a rumor. Um, so the demon team comes out, and they're basically what, like the the robot thing from Power Rangers. Uh huh. Um, they're the little ones that hang out with Rita Repulsive. Howard beats them up. Jamie is out of his mind, so. He runs from Dementor when Dementor says to hand over the doll. He he runs and flees from uh, Myron. I do feel and... like that kid is too old to really think that, like, A, Turbo Man is real, and B, Turbo Man came to Minnesota to, to be in their parade. Yeah, he thinks it's all real. He thinks Dementor is real. He climbs up a... He even goes as far as climbing up a building. Yeah. Climbs this big Christmas tree. And then turns out that this suit is super high tech. So the jetpack actually works. We don't even have this technology now. No. Now, now, before we go any further, we earlier talked about how Arnold was willing to assault a child for this toy. Sinbad is willing to kill a child for this toy. That's how desperate he is. Yeah. Sinbad's like, yo, I'm a murderer kid. Like, I don't even care right now. Well... In this scene, Howard almost killed like thirty people. Just yeah, he he does fly through, through someone's building. house at some point. Yeah, and then he's flying super low to the ground. He could have seriously seriously hurt somebody. Uh, yo, and Jamie could have died too. Honestly, he should have died. So Jamie falls, but Howard saves the day by catching him, mm. and Myron falls off with the Turbo Man. But he lands in like some cushioning and then he gets arrested. All right. So this is the scene where it's revealed that Turbo Man is actually Howard. All uh -huh. right, let's just let's just be understanding for the kid for a minute. He really thinks that he is Turbo Man. Like I thought my dad was Santa Claus one year when he was dressed as Santa Claus. Uh, but how did Liz not know that he was? Howard. Right? Like, he was living this whole double secret life, dressing up like Turbo Man to be in the parade? She should have known right away. That's like, what is he doing? That's that's your dad. Mm-hmm. That's your dad. That's your husband. Like, he didn't tell you about that or anything. 
And Ted is really scared now that he found out that uh, Howard is Turbo Man. Hey, Dad, Jamie's dad is Turbo Man. Let's get out of here. Yeah, like, we're not afraid of Arnold, but we're afraid of Turbo Man. Like, <laughs> a fictional character. We're afraid, like, even Ted doesn't realize Turbo Man isn't real. Like, come on now. All right, so Jamie redeemed himself by giving the doll to Myron. Mm-hmm. Jamie, so now, he's a good person in this movie. Well, now he is. He was a brat most of the time, but now it, that was pretty nice of him to do that. What a what a good guy. What yeah. I don't understand is Myron gets arrested, but Howard doesn't get arrested. Well, because Howard is fucking Turbo Man, bro. Is that why? That or is, is why. it because or is it because Myron is black and Howard is white? Okay, so that could probably also be real, but like <laughs> That's probably more likely, to be honest with you. Just saying. Just play into that. We'll play into that whole stereotype. Yeah. Like, I feel like we're not above that right now. Oh, that's a real reasoning. That is. Kid yeah. logic is because he's the mentor. But they both, um, they both equally committed a good amount of crimes. Both of them. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Well, I think if we, like, tally it up, they're about equal in the amount of, like, potential murders and assaults that they've committed. Um, I don't think one is any better than the other. They're both scumbags, but the only reason is because one's Turbo Man and one's Dementor. So Dementor gets arrested, obviously. Well, I wondered if maybe he got, if um, Howard got arrested shortly after, maybe they didn't want to arrest Turbo Man in front of a bunch of little kids. No. Nope. But- I don't think so. Well, because there's an end credit scene where Liz asks Howard, I'm really excited to see what you got for me. And then he just turns and looks to the camera all wide-eyed. today for Jamie really shows how much you love him mm. and uh, and if you're willing to go through all of that for him just for a present well that makes me wonder what what did you get me he completely forgot about his wife on Christmas he did but is that a surprise to anybody here no he forgot about his kid. He forgot about his wife. If this was real life, I guarantee you that Howard is no longer married to Liz. I guarantee you Ted slid right on in there. Well, he at least tried. Yeah, he at least tried. You're right. But yeah, I would agree. I don't think Howard would be married. No way. And he probably ended up getting arrested at some point. There's no way that it could get away with all that. I would like to think that he got away with it. That's how I'm going to pretend in my head howard got away with they were like good job turbo man howard got away with it but the the postal worker of course takes the fall for everything of course he dressed up like the bad guy it's his own fault he's he (laughs) he's uh typecast himself there he put the cuffs on himself when he decided to be dementor yeah he could have been booster and gotten that toy just as easily like probably even easier because well dementor was fighting turbo man 
Booster could have snuck off with the toy. Poor Booster. That's all I got to say. Poor Booster. Yeah, no one likes Booster. Unfortunately. Yeah, well, unfortunately for Booster, not the rest of us. So how does this movie still hold up to you? Amazing. No doubt about it. This is a Christmas classic. If I can forget about all the flaws of the people, this is a great movie. I like it more now than I did as a kid, to be honest. I agree. It is a movie that grows on me each year. Like, I liked it in the 90s. It wasn't my favorite, but I liked it. But then, like, the older I get, the more I'm like, yeah, this is a good movie. It's corny. It's ridiculous. It's over the top. It's more enjoyable as an adult than a kid because for a kid, it just has, like, some slapstick moments and, like, Mm -hmm. Christmas music. But almost every joke was an adult-oriented joke. 100%. This is an adult movie, like, basically sold as a kid's movie. Just minus the profanity. They do it clean, but they're still adult jokes. Yeah, exactly. So how many Turbo Mans do you give it out of five? Ooh, 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 good call. All right. This gets four Turbo Man. Four Turbo Man. This gets four Turbo Man. What are you giving it? I'm going to give it a four as well because it has nostalgic value and it's just humorous. It's got a lot of great adult jokes in it that a little kid won't understand, but... I could still watch this. We could we could still watch this movie with our with our daughters, and it's it's safe for them and it's hilarious for us. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. They'll they won't notice it, and we will be like, "This is amazing right now." Exactly. I love it. Now you got a lot of Christmas movies to watch. Listen, I'm binging them from now on out. Like we're doing Home Alone at least five times, Home Alone two at least three times. Got to get a couple Santa Clauses in there. I guarantee you Home Alone 1 is on TV on some channel right now. Oh, I bet you it is. I bet you it's on like AMC right now. Yeah, I I might watch Jingle All the Way 2 tonight. Ooh, let me know how that is. Watch that and then watch uh, After Christmas Ends. Watch The Jester. Let me know what you think. Yeah, I I definitely will. All right, dude. All right, brother. Well, I'm being Um, told by my my manager off screen right now that I have to go because I'm getting yelled at. I hear that. Yeah. Let's say if anybody's listening, that's that's my daughter yelling at me. So uh probably have to get going. All right, dude. Um, well I'll talk I'll talk to you and um have a great Christmas. You too. Everybody have a Merry Christmas. And yeah, we'll definitely talk beforehand. And this was and this was a fun movie to talk about. Yeah. I don't we don't really talk about non horror movies often, Mm-mm. but this was if a there, fun one to talk if about. If there is one to talk about, I think it was Jingle All the Way. As a Christmas some of these one? people yeah. are horrible people. All of them. They're all horrible people. Uh-huh. That's why this is a horror movie. <laughs> all right, dude. I'll let you go. I'll talk to you soon, man. Thanks for having me uh, on. Of course. Anytime. All right. Talk to you soon. Right. Later. See ya. Watch a few movies. Take a few notes. <laughs> it was fun. Put that cookie down now.